Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Salt Party 411 Live. I am Tia, joined by Kim and Carrie. And this is the last uh, week of uh, February, and yes, this is a leap year. So if your birthday is January, sorry, February 29th, then you're in luck. You finally get to see your birthday again. So congratulations. Uh, Kim and Carrie, how was your weekend? Pretty good. Uh, Thank you. Oh, I don't think I don't think the same for Kim. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I, I did, it, we could tell. <laughs> that didn't sound, sound pretty good. Okay. Well, Order, as always, just, um, I, I don't know what the order is, so just check on the Soap Party site. We'll try to keep it updated there. We will try to get through all four soaps as quickly as we can. And also want to um, prop our site out, soapparty411.org. We have some daily polls over there, non-cheating going on over there as well. So if you want to vote on the recent polls, please go over there. Go to soapparty411.org and go to daily polls. That's the little page that you want to go to. When it comes to news, I am sure it is news, but unfortunately I don't have a memory to remember it. And as you know, we, I guess I wasn't organized today because talk show decided to make things difficult. So this is what happens. Um, yeah, this is a day we probably wouldn't have even been here if not for me and Tia. So take it for what it is. <laughs> I, I agree. And if you want to speak to us, um, Oh man, I didn't put the Canada number. I'm sorry for my Canada people, but um, USA is six zero five five six two zero four four four. Alternative number is seven one seven seven three four six nine zero four. I don't have the Canada number with me though, <laughs> so I'm just eight, 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 eight six seven two nine two. Uh, oh wow, three zero six six. Wait, three. Wait, is that the? Oh. <laughs> Well, as if, oh, oh yeah, good job. That is actually the number. Good job. She knows. See, she represents. Well, get good job. If you are in another part of the country, just hit us up in the chat and tell us where you reside, and we would try to get the number for you if we can. So I'm going to start real quick with Wanar. It's going to sort of be not a lot of recap driven here. We're just going to try to get as much topics out of the way as we can. So comes to Wanar. We are dealing with Chelsea and Adam, who is trying to find out what's wrong with Connor, who appears to have some OCD. For me, really, OCD. This is what this storyline is. I I don't really have any words of all the storylines we could have thought of. This is what we think of, but that's just me. Kim, what do you feel about this storyline right now? And that was, who was that again? Chelsea Adam dealing with their OCD son. Oh, Chelsea. Oh, good. Yeah. I, uh, you see, I had to ask you what we were talking about again because I, <laughs> you don't yeah, know how to that, that's what it's at. <laughs> Literally, I'm just like, you know what? Like those names at this point are just like next to me. Oh, wow. So I, I just, yeah, <laughs> I, I just honestly don't even care. Like I literally could not care less about that whole thing. It's just, I think it's ridiculous. I mean, okay. I mean, 
are we going to see him <laughs> on the screen or something? Can we go through something? Like, them just talking about it, 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 it does nothing to me at all. It, it's pointless. This storyline is pointless. Yeah, and I think to me the problem is OCD. Like we're making this as a huge health crisis, and I'm not trying to say I'm not trying to say it's right. not. I just like of all the diseases right, and right. stuff we could have had, this is what we are using. Okay, and this is the big like, oh my God, he got. They said he, he. I think they said he cleaned his hands a lot and stuff. I'm like, well, okay, that's good to me, but like, I do too. Then, then that, that means this I need to get help because I do too. I'm like, are you kidding? Like, have me questioning my sanity. Like what? Well, you know, probably you need to get checked on that. I know. I need to get checked. And the way Chelsea was like telling Billy, she was like, "Oh my god, oh my gosh, it's bad." Oh my god, she is like, "What?" I'm like, "I need to be seeing somebody there because I do the same thing. I can't see you." Like, yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Tia. I'm sorry. Go ahead. no, no, but I agree with you. This OCD storyline is taking me out. I, I literally don't get how this is the storyline we are doing right now. But okay, I, I guess we'll see what happens. But I'm for you. I am definitely not here for it now. So speaking on the Rams of Adam, Adam, I'm can I jump in real quick? Here's my yep. issue with this OCD storyline. I would understand it or agree with it if it was going to amount to a bigger story. And like, I feel like, what does this mean for Chelsea, Billy, and Adam? I, I gotta agree. Uh, that, that, I, I will say this does sound seem odd. I believe, and it's nothing against uh, uh, Melissa and Mark. I oh, I feel they have sibling chemistry. But in saying that, I would be okay if we kind of relived this. I, I think it would just if we kind of just went back somewhere with this relationship at at this point because I think I'm so drained with Adam and Sally, which I'm about to talk to next, that I would rather suffer again, through Chelsea and Adam, because at least I've seen the history and y'all not lying about the history that I've seen. So I would actually rather deal with that again than deal with Adam and and Sally, because with Sally, over here, we got that she's not sure how to feel because, you know, uh, Adam tried to get her a company again uh, with Newman. Chloe is like, why would we work with them? But after thinking a lot, Sally said, you know, it's not a bad idea. Victor, thankfully, rejected this. And again, how are we dealing with a design company for, what, the 50th time? Is, is it nothing more for Sally to do? Sally had, like, what, it felt like 20 failed attempts at a design company. I'm just kind of zoned out of the storyline. Is, is this another storyline? Like, are we just, we just trying to find something for Sally to do, but it's not working for me. Kim, do you, are you caring for this storyline? I agree. Not at all. Not at all. I so agree. This is just, it's another useless storyline to me. Another useless character. And I hate to say that. I just, it's boring. It does nothing for me. It feels like it's definitely just a a, a, a piece of the puzzle that doesn't even fit. It's, a, it's an awkward shaped puzzle or piece that doesn't even belong in the puzzle. I, and it's just, it's awkward. Like it's annoying. It's at a point where I just want to throw that, that, uh, that the puzzle piece just out of the water. I just, it's just, it does. It does absolutely. It does. It doesn't fit. That's it. Plain and simple. It doesn't. Doesn't fit at all. So I but just. She. I'm bored. I'm fatigued and bored from this. Literally. Mm-hmm. You had something to say, Karen? I said, if it doesn't fit, you must have quit. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Exactly. That's perfect. She's such a waste. She is such a waste of time. I mean, at a man, Sally. Yeah, I'm just such a Right, right. It's just I, I can't. Now another storyline up here. Uh, next, uh, yeah, let, we getting up all these bad storylines out of the way. 
Um, okay. Which which one should I go to? Okay, Danny. Oh boy. Danny is over there. It looked like caught up between Cricket and Phyllis that he let these two fools fight it out for this old man at this point. Lauren and Danny have a conversation, and Lauren probably said, Hey, do you think you probably have Phyllis for Phyllis? I mean, can I give myself a pat in the back? Because I've said that a long time ago. I, I said that he's, I think Carrie, everybody heard me. Everybody said, oh, poor Danny, Phyllis is a crazy nut. I said, my man, we're not watching the same show because this man is leading her on. And now look at where we at. And Cricket, I can't believe I'm going to, well, I could believe I could say this because I've been consistent with this. This would have been a beautiful storyline for poor Williams to be in. Because to me, to have her fighting for Phyllis, Phyllis for Danny, what? And then you have him saying he don't want to be bothered with nobody. Cricket, you deserve better than this man. Please move forward. And I and I love Daniel Cricket. OG, not a fan of this version at all. I, I did like them, but I think the past few weeks has really just turned me off of, 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 of both parents. Danny, Danny ain't all that. It's the same thing like Daniel. Y'all over there fighting for these nuts, these Romanatis. And again, as I said, no one could tell me that Danny did not raise Daniel because my God, are they just alike right now? Uh, it's another one, Kim. Any part of this triangle do you that you care about at this point? Not at all. This is another wasteful storyline. Um, at first, I was like, okay, this could be a little bit intriguing because like Phyllis was just really just pushing up. More. It, it, I was like, okay, maybe with Phyllis in the mix, it'll be making it more interesting or whatever. I was trying to give it some hope, but as the weeks went on, the days went by. I'm like okay, I'm bored, like, I'm tired of this, and then, oh, Danny just got these women running after him, and he's like, I told you I just wouldn't want space, but then Phil's on his face and gives her to kiss her, but then Cricket comes, and then they're looking crazy, and then they start fighting again, and he walks off and storms off, and he just, you know, he just, I'm just tired, I just, I'm, I'm tired and fatigued of the storyline, and I'm just ready for it to end. They need to find something else to come up with with these characters. I'm, I'm over it already, unfortunately. Harry, can you believe in 2024 we are seeing a triangle with Cricket, Danny, and Phyllis? Was that in your bingo card this year? Not on my bingo card. Not on my fucking EBT yeah. card. Not, not a single one. And, and again, like you said, Paul Williams, listen, I don't know what happened with Mr. Doug Davidson, but you mean to tell me there's no reason, nothing for Paul? No, 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 no. Sorry, no. no. I, I agree. Yeah, all you people who just say, you know what? I blame. You know what? I blame a lot of these. You know, I'm blaming all you fans. The fans that are, I don't want Kane and poor Williams back, but we want Danny and Daniel back. Well, you know what? You know, people always say, be careful what you wish for. You got Danny and Daniel back, and look at how they treating these leading women. They treating them like trash. So this is what y'all told well, me. You don't I said, hey, yeah, you, you sure right. And, and, uh, and by the way, I am saying this as a person who prefers Danny and Cricket to poor and Cricket. However, I think that they deserve respect to get a good closure. I, I'm not buying this off-screen breakup. The same thing with Kane and Lily. The, well, actually, For no reason. Kids, I actually like Kane. I like Kane and Lily a little bit better, but I like Daniel and Lily. But when they oh, were is that kids, the, is, that the, me, is that the fan? Is that the fan base with the couple that flew a plane? Oh, no, yeah, that's Kane and Lily. Yeah, for sure. That, that wasn't Daniel and Lily. Don't get them. They're both interracial, but it wasn't Daniel and Lily. It was Kane and Lily who had the flying pain. Yeah, I'm sure. So, <laughs> just, yeah, sure. But I would think with, with Danny and, like, I think, uh, just, I, I cannot believe we literally having this Danny thing. And Simone, I agree with you. Danny never wanted Phyllis, and now 
again, as I mentioned, this is how you rewrite storylines. He didn't back then, but obviously he wants to now. So that's nice, nice way to kind of, to me, I think that's kind of a little bit for me, that tampers Cricket and Danny to me, only because of the history. Uh, like Carrie, for a person who hasn't watched it, him wanting Phyllis now, doesn't that sort of tamper their whole history now? Here's my problem with this. I understand people change, things change. I if I live to be six hundred, okay? Yeah. You cannot convince me that Daniel Romilotti would want Phyllis Summers Newman. He didn't like her all that much before he found out about the lie that she lied about a paternity, so no. Yeah, so I just don't, and this is what I would say, although I, I did smear the, the, the Danes and the Daniel, I would drag the writers because I don't quite, I, I quite don't understand what was the need for this. We finally got Laura Lee Bell here for a time, and although I don't think it was her choice to ever really leave in general, but we have her here and we give her this crappy storyline. I just don't understand. So, Danny, please go back to singing because at this oh. point, I just. And it just wants to show you, we're going to say the same, I'm going to say the thing about Cricket and Danny, Daniel and Lily, sometimes you can't recreate something from 30 years ago, because people change. Never yep. mind the fact that he never liked her like that anyway, but. You know what I would have preferred, though? I would have preferred us losing this logic if Danny had moved on. Why can't, why couldn't Danny have moved on with another lady? Are you telling me for all this time he was on tour for 20 plus years, he hasn't moved on, so you back to another triangle? I would have preferred like you. If it was anybody besides Phyllis, let's say it was a, uh, uh, I got, let me think of a name, uh, my goodness, uh, I mean, anybody, you know, anybody, he just fell in love with then Cricket came back and he's like, well, my life has changed. Now, see, that makes sense. We're going back in the past with two relationships. I, I, I'm just like, okay, it's, it's nothing new here. It's the same thing with Dan. We back in the past with Heather and Lily. Can we kind of get a, a future? Anybody, no one moves on from their past? We're supposed to believe these characters is off screen for 10 years and they haven't found anybody else? It's sort of the same issue I'm having with Cole and Victoria, who has no chemistry, and luckily the writers aren't playing it as is a love thing because so you tell me so Cole has been off the show what ninety something like what, what, um, we supposed to believe he didn't have any kids he wasn't mad, like nothing happened during the time he was away uh, this is come on now stop just stop it he all for twenty five years Cole had nothing going down okay uh, all right guys y'all, y'all keep playing this stuff here y'all keep this going. Now, uh, Chancellor Winters, my God, uh, another one. Amanda returns to town, and she's trying to go on Billy's side to change the name of this. Billy said, I mean, Devon said, uh, no, this is not happening. We don't need a name change. He said, well, I think the Abbott should be represented represented in it. First of all, Jill was not an Abbott. The last time she was an Abbott was, what, 50 years? Like, what is Josh? Are you Josh Griffiths, for real? When was the last time Jill was? Is Jill an Abbott now? I don't rem, I don't know her as an Abbott. Like I know she was with John, but I don't consider Jill an Abbott. So what are you talking about? You need your you need your family represented. Well, you know what? Why don't you go back to Devon? Because I agree with Devon. Devon said, well, I don't want people thinking that us and us and Jabot are together because the companies aren't. He literally said, he, I said thank you him. He said the same thing I'm saying that the companies are not accepting. And he pretty much saying Jill never had an issue with changing the name to Jabot until you came and now she want to sit here and agree and then Amanda go come in here like, oh, the jealous, the, the upset lady because she got her heart broken and cheated on in the past. I don't care if she was cheated on. That is no reason to change the name of the company. So you are telling me the name of this company is going to be Chancellor Winters uh, Abbott? What? This is the storyline we got going on here. No. 
What do they mean they want a- the Abbott represented? There's a whole cosmetics company in a parking lot <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> no, no, the opinion is doing this. He feel that Jill hasn't gotten the respect for Chancellor that, that she deserves, so he want Abbott occluded in the name. No, uh-uh. I'm with DeMond. DeMond said, he said, he said, well, he said, okay, when Lenny comes back, she's going to agree with me because she doesn't want this. Too. He said, I talked to her on the phone. He said, you can call her up. I told her this, and she won't agree with this. And also, Billy, I, I may be wrong. Probably Kim could mistake me if I'm wrong because I did some, I, I do listen off in the side while I'm at work sometimes. He is the temporary co-CEO until Lenny comes back. The co-CEO is getting on. So what happens when you leave? It's going to be Abbott, Chancellor Winters, and you're going to be off with a different company? How does this make it? Oh, this show is good. This show is giving me a headache. I'm so happy we're getting this over with. Kim. If we want to represent Jill. <laughs> oh, Jill needs to get represented. Oh, okay. Uh uh, Kim, this you probably ridiculous. love this storyline. Oh, you don't? Okay, <laughs> okay, you it's don't. Rid- it's ridiculous. Like I was like, are you kidding? The name? Like this is what we're doing? This is what we're talking about? Changing the name and stuff, and feuding over that, and then a man coming back, and just represent- representation over? Are you kidding? It just doesn't make any sense. I'm totally, totally team divine in this situation. It doesn't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'm just confused. This is just all the stroke Billy's ego. I just, this is just ridiculous. I'm, I can't. They are getting on my nerves. And this storyline sucks, too. It's just, it's, it's pointless. And they could have done something better than this whole quote-unquote business storyline with the name change and Feud over that, like, come on, it's just petty. It's petty for this storyline, so we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, this is another unfortunate fatigued moment for me. Well, I, I will say, uh, it seemed like we were on the same track. This seemed like it's gonna be a, a quick wide north segment because my God, I, I, I'm just <laughs> lost with all the all these storylines right now. Cause we should change soap party. I want to be represented. <laughs> I think we're going to get through these rather quickly. Um, uh, Jordan C. Seth, um, that's the person who was Nikki's sponsor, but he was a terrible sponsor because he backslid, but Jordan beat him. She's going under the name of Isabel. She kind of encouraged him to kind of go back with Nikki and try to get back to her good gracious. All the while, Victor goes behind Victoria back and try to get clear to trap Jordan or something like that he's trying to do. So it's we this whole plan is like I'm gonna just pretty much put it in this way. The Jordan Clear Jordan Clear Newman storyline. What are we feeling about it? Do we still care about it? Do we still like it? Do we like where this is going? What is your thoughts on this, Kim? Are you liking the storyline still? Um, I'm actually still liking it. I, I really I, I really am. Surprisingly I am. Um hey, how do you because Jordan <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Only because Jordan is really intriguing and suspicious, and she's out there trying to get through, get to Nikki through Seth, and just, just, just to see what she has up her sleeve. Like, what is she going to concoct up next? And then with Victor recruiting Claire, 
to just, you know, get some intel and just to get in, you know, with Jordan, just to just trick her, I guess, just so that she can fall into the trap, you know, and, and just to can catch. It, it's just, it's just, I think it's interesting. Of course, Victoria doesn't like it, but I just, I think it's interesting. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how it all plays out and what, you know, what comes of it. And if they really are going to get Jordan, if she's, if she's going to be, all said and done, you know, killed, whatever, what's going to happen? So I'm actually intrigued with how this all plays out. So anything dealing with Victor and his shenanigans and recruitment of stuff, you know, especially hurting his precious Nikki, you know, I'm, I think it's going to be interesting. I'm intrigued. I'm so intrigued with this. I agree. Um, I'm, I was sort of in the north with this storyline, but I'm actually starting to kind of like it because I think we're clear I was afraid we was going to rush everything that's happened with her. And I love that she's still in that mental mm-hmm. voice. She's getting herself evaluated. It's been months. She's not out and everybody's saying, oh, we forgive you. I like that we just right. slowly progressing her. So it's kind of making me enjoy her storyline more, more. And I, it makes mm-hmm. sense why she hates Jordan because this lady lied to her and manipulated her her whole life. So I'm really enjoying where we go in here. So I will say, yes, I'm a fan of it. And I kind of hope it keeps going in this good way, and I wonder how they're going to trap Jordan and what Jordan is going to do next, and where's even Seth going? Mm-hmm. I'm, it's just a lot of good stuff that right. we could get from this, so I think this is the number one storyline by, by far, and I'm curious with it. Now, mm-hmm. on to the last storyline. we got Tucker Ashley Audra. Tucker declared his love for um, Audra, saying that he loves her, he just want to be with her, but too bad he lied to her about meeting Ashley. Um, yeah, he didn't say that them secret meetings they had. Ashley seemed to be jealous of Tucker and like she literally looked like she having some personalities malfunction. She looked like she's jealous mm-hmm. of Tucker and Audrey. Pretty much told her a little she a little girl. He's always gonna come back to me. And she even had like a crash and she flashed back to a crash he had in the past. So it feels like she's going crazy. All the Abbott seem to know she's going crazy, but she's not willing to accept she's going crazy. She believes again that Tucker's gaslighting her, and I would say. It feels like we might, I'm not sure, we might go to a storyline where Tucker ends up saving her part. I think that's the only thing that could sort of redeem his character right now. But I'm not I'm not really sure where we're going here. But it's interesting because Ashley is losing her mind and Eileen Davidson is finally having some meaty storylines to go with. So is this a storyline you're liking too? Because I think you already accepted that Ashley is just going crazy at this point, right, Kim? Yeah. Yep. I, I accept the storyline. I like it. This is actually pretty in the meeting. At first, I didn't know where they were going with it. I was like, okay, this is going to be one of those things where she finds out, okay, this really didn't happen. And she, you know, comes to terms with, okay, I'm going crazy, whatever. I'm just going to go back to Paris and be done with it and just throw it over. I thought it was going to be something like that. But the fact that she's like, okay, I've been seeing someone and it's giving me more clarity. And so now I know what I'm going to do. And so now it seems like she's going to get paid back or whatever. And I do see some jealousy too with her, with her seeing Tucker with Audra and stuff, especially since Tucker, well, I don't think she knows this, but Tucker, you know, progressive love to Audra, which I kind of don't believe anyway. I just think he's using her as a rebound only because she's there and because she always comes back to him, always, you know, just, want to do anything, everything Tucker says, you know, and because the thing with Ashley felt that it was like that. And plus, he, she, you know, she made him mad with accusation. So I just think that she's just, just because Audra's there. He's not with anyone else. Now, I will say I'm upset because I wanted, I really wanted them to explore the Tucker and Phyllis. I really did. I oh, thought yeah. that was mm-hmm. so cool. Yes. Yeah. So that's, I'm part of a little bit disappointed in, but 
I mean, other than that, I cannot wait to see what's going to happen and find out. And even, you know, with Tucker, like, he, he actually still gets under his feet. You can just tell whenever they had a conversation, he acts all mean and whatever, upset. But then he still lingers and just thinks about it. And then, of course, when Audra had a conversation with him about what she said and everything, he's like, he, he said that? You know, like, he's... It's like, come on, you know, so this whole triangle, whatever, whatever it's going to become, I think it's going to be interesting. It's going to be intriguing. And just like Ashley feels like he gaslit her or whatever, or just lying, maybe she's faking it, you know, to to get back at him too, to give him a taste of his own medicine. Or maybe she, I know, I think she still is jealous a little bit underneath, but if, if it's mm-hmm. more so to make him jealous, you know? Then I think I think it's gonna be really good too. Like I guess the best of both worlds with her strategy at the end of the day, because it's definitely eating at Tucker. I think it's gonna continue to do so, and Odd is gonna be stuck left alone, looking crazy again as usual. And then it's like, okay, don't go calling back to Nate because Nate warned you, so whatever. So I don't know. This is the second storyline. I think it's really good. I mean, sure. Well, yeah, that's why I saved the two best for last because those are the only good uh, ones that's sort of going on right now. So mm-hmm. that's the. That's only all I have to say in the, the one and off front. And unfortunately, Carrie, no, Sharon was just seen once this week. I don't, Nick, just with the Newman, so I don't get the point of the standalone episode that Sharon had all those weeks ago. Just thought I should throw that out there. Ridiculous. Um, <laughs> okay, don't play with my heart. No, but you're right. I don't get the point of it. I'm, you talk about most of the U.S. character. My God, Jesus. How much Jalen fans just suffering, suffering, suffering. I mean, are you serious? Like, I heard Josh, uh, Josh Griffin. Separated at birth. Yeah, Josh, yeah, you, Josh Griffin, you might need some outside projects. Uh, you know, that, that's all I'm saying. Um, Days of our lives. Here we go. Who shot Harris? Starting right off with that. Well, it seems Stefan shot Harris under the orders of Clyde, and Clyde isn't too happy for how unsuccessful he was in killing this dude. So he wants, obviously, Stefan to try to go kill um, Harris again. Harris just woken up from the hospital. Obviously, they're about to ask him who shot him and stuff like that. Stefan is doing all this for Gabby's safety. Ava is comforted by the man, Stefan, who's responsible for trying to kill her, Jason, that she just realizes she loves so much. So this is going to take me back to what I said. We had Stefan cheat because what? I, I don't quite understand it. So we had him cheat, but he's over there trying to kill people for Gabby to be safe. Okay. That that, that makes logic, right? That that's, that make, that looks like that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Um, well, clearly we know the person who burned the house and the person who shot Harris is different people, so that's good to know. Happy we didn't wait too long for that. Do you care about the storyline, Kim, about the who shot Harris and Harris and uh, Ava's relationship? Not at all. I mean, not at all. Like, we definitely found out it was Stefan, of course, but I'm just not about the whole who shot Harris. And I'm sorry, but not sorry. I just I just don't. And the whole relationship, oh, you got to come back to me, this and that, when you was pushing him away, when he was like, get out of here. Just get out of here. He's on sleep with Stefan. And I'm upset with that too. The whole Gabby and him, see, but I, 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 I'm done. I just can't with neither one of them. I just, ah, just a horrible storyline. I hate it. So, yeah. Well, this seeming like a comment. Judging by our reactions, this don't seem like this was a powerful soap opera week. That, that's that's what I'm, what I'm gathering. Uh-huh. It seems like a, a lot of storylines just. Uh, I'm with you. This to me, everything Stefan is doing is making it even more. Ridiculous that we had to be and cheat. Like this would have been impossible. Right. Are you like, man, he did all this. He's doing all this for for the love of his life. But 
We didn't made the man cheat right. for no reason, so I don't quite. Yeah, I, I got to agree, Simone. We had the man cheat, and she's been going just for a few months. She's getting taught. This, they, these writers are all over the place. I can't. Uh, next one we have uh, uh, the, the Horton House. The Horton House has gotten burned. Um, I did, I'm going to admit, I fast-forward some of that episode that aired with Tom and Alice. That's nice. We've seen the recast playing what's supposed to be the youngest versions of them when they was kind of, uh, when they got the Horton house. Um, I believe the the ornaments probably would save them together. It was nice seeing Lucas there. Somebody have to explain to me, probably in the chat room, Abe and Lexi, I, I don't quite understand why we've seen a picture of them. I know, Le- I know Leo was kind of recapturing everything because we're trying to go on the Leo Redemption Tour, but I was just confused. I think probably a lot of people love the episode and it touched their hearts. Um, it didn't really touch my heart at all. I just feel these characters, we could kind of use them in the present, and I didn't care. I just didn't care. I just didn't care for the episode as much as others do, and I'm happily in the minority there. But, you know, what did you feel about the episode, Kim? We got all the Horton history, the photos and the memories and our houses, you know, look like it's destroyed, but some things were saved. Um, It was, you know, it was sad to see, you know, because for the historical part of it only, but the thing that really got me most was, maybe I'm just being biased only because I know that he passed away in real life, but it was just yep. such a feeling. You know, that was the only thing yep. I liked. I and mean, then I was talking to Leo and Maggie, I believe, was there, you know, it's like that, and they gave him a permission to, you know, talk about the homage like that and history of it or whatever. I thought that was a really good, sweet moment. And then after they left, they sung each other, and I was like, oh, and that tore me to shreds. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is the saddest thing ever. So, that, And then, of course, they had the loving memory, you know, of him, you know, as well after the show went off. But that was just so sad to me. So that was by far what I took away the most from that whole episode, you know, of the house that's being destroyed, just Doug and Julie and their memories and stuff. So that's what I thought about it. From your memories, was the ornament saved? I think it, I think they were. I do mm-hmm. think I could, they I could go find I forgot, yeah. Right, I got yeah, I forgot, but I didn't hear any mention of them saying, oh, they're all destroyed and like that. So I think, I think they were. I'm going to have to go back as well to check that. Okay, here we go. What's next? What, what's up next? Uh, Tate, yeah. okay. You can show the pictures of Jennifer and Hope and all those people, and that's lovely. Can we have them three-dimensional in the fucking flesh to have stories? Yep. Uh, I got to agree. Tell me like, right, Hope exactly. Not, yeah. yeah. Hope's parents' house burnt down, and we don't see her, and Jennifer Rose, too? Okay. Yeah, yeah she, right. she's over there balancing. She she over there fighting Felicia over there for that parent of the year, daughter of the year right now, parent <laughs> of the year, because... I don't quite, like, mm-hmm. and that's the problem right now. When you write her in such a situation, I am going to need whenever Hope to come back to say, man, why wasn't I here? I, I'm going to need that thing. Because to me, and beyond Salem, what the heck was the point of having Sierra say, everybody misses you, Doug and Drew? You literally mentioned them by name. So what was that scene for? Like, you just want to get it a round of applause for doing good writing, but we're not going to follow up on the writing? I don't even remember Hope's name being mentioned. Like, I don't quite... Like, I agree with you, Carrie. Wouldn't that have been a more impactful memory if Sierra or Hope is there and something, Kim, you're probably not aware of? She could say, you know what? I want you to know that. You know, Doug, he wasn't a fan of your father, Boat. Wouldn't that have been mm. interesting to know? 
Like, look at that history for going past mm-hmm. that to when he didn't like the man. It's so, uh, Missy, mm-hmm. where's uh, Jennifer? Can we call up Jennifer? Can you come in for two episodes? I mean, my God, mm-hmm. we, we couldn't do that? Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but Carrie, I'm with you. To me, it doesn't make sense why any of these characters will be going at this point. But at this point, I guess for Hope, we should expect it because when the last time she's been around, when he was possessed, she wasn't around. So I guess she's fighting for that daughter of the year trophy right now. That's what she's doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't. Um, who's up next? Uh, okay. Uh, um, oh, Paulina. Um, Johnny, Chanel, Abe, I don't have anything for the storyline. I know you loved the wedding last week, so I guess Carrie probably had tears and love in her eyes over these things. So is there any comments that you would like to have on this this week? I thought it was sweet. You know, I just just liked it. I liked it. Didn't he play like a song for her on his guitar? I think that was definitely. He played something, but I know I pushed that fast forward button. That's what I know happened. What? How dare you? That's what I know happened. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was adorable. I do. I do. It was so cute. And like I said, I understand why they had they held the wedding there in the in the room. It was only because of Paulina. And you just, you know, EJ has a lot going on. His family, you know, I really feel and I hope that they do have like a actual like a ceremony after all is said and done but i understand why they did what they did and i'm actually okay with them pleased with it but they're just so cute i'm just so happy to that they're married now again and they can just go through the stages of being a soap couple <laughs> and see all the craziness <laughs> that comes with it too so i'm just excited to mm. quote my friend victoria on spaces a few nights ago a week or so ago she had the best rant okay the hospital room is all well and good but you don't, EJ wasn't there, and the world-renowned grandma psychiatrist <laughs> Molina wasn't there. I mean, honestly, She was in no, a picnic, Valentine's Day, right. Yes, she was in a picnic, yeah. Seriously, how, okay, I guess they explain EJ's absence. I, I definitely see Europe. your point, right. I see your point, but, yeah, I understand that. I mean, that. you got Aunt Kayla, Uncle Roman, see, this is what I mean. What, did they give a fuck? That's oh, wait true. a minute, wait a minute. He, he has, wait a minute, he has two grandparents. Uh, correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong? Wait a minute, is Kate... He's named after no, John. No, 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 Kate's not. Kate's not his grandma. That's Alex. I'm getting But you're like, where's John yet? Come on now. Why? No, where's John at? Because he's named after him. He should have been there. Yeah, don't even get me mm-hmm. started on that bullshit. But where <laughs> is John? Yeah, why are <laughs> you not John Molina in that hotel? In the hotel, listen to me. In the hospital. But this is what happens when you have a crappy sense. wedding, a crappy one at a hospital. Who has a wedding at a hospital? Okay. You know what? Nikki, Nikki okay, and Victor they, did it all the time. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, they could have a blessed day. Um. I. I just. Okay. Let me go to the next story. I. I just. I can't. This. And people in. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna say. Yeah. We can't really see nobody who's on the switchboard, but we know it's more people than we see on the switchboard. I can but see, okay. Uh, Deron, Deron in here listening. Let me see who else is here. Let me go back. No. No. You can't see everybody because I see how many it says versus how many I'm seeing. So. Yeah, I agree, Simone. Not a single member of the family Johnny had. Uh, next storyline, which is interesting, Tate, Teresa, Brady. So Brady and Teresa go visit Tate in his situation. He's upset. He don't want to see either parent. He said he's getting blamed based on their drug past and all they drinking and all that that they did. 
they over there heartbroken about how he's acting. He's pretty much putting all the blame on them and saying he didn't do this. And he cannot wait to Holly wake up to clear his name. Teresa made a good point. Uh, she may wake up, but don't be shocked if she does not clear your name because she might not want the parents to know what she's been doing. Brady said, I've been doing everything. I've been trying to contact Nicole about this during this situation. And he's just not looking to hear it. It was a real great scene. And it pretty much ended with him saying, I hate you both. And those two are just sitting there in shock. Like, they were like, uh, what? And I like it. It's not these people for it, but I could understand Tate. I did every single thing right. I, I literally did nothing wrong. And I am suffering the consequences for this. So I, tr- I truly understand the man's pain, and I actually love what th- Teresa said. Uh, don't be too sure if she's going to clear you here. So I hope she does. I would be real. I'm be, I'm, I would be shocked if Holly doesn't clear him when she wakes up. But this is this is an interesting storyline, and I'm here for this with Tate and and Tate and Teresa and this storyline together right now. It's interesting. Uh, Kim, did you expect this uh, drastic change from Mr. Tate? I didn't, but I'm glad he did it. I'm so happy that he did that. It was definitely a, a change of events for me, but I appreciate him for feeling that way. And he has every right to feel that way. So I'm glad he expressed his frustration. He told him, just get it out. Like, just go. You know, I'm glad. You know, I'm so happy this happened. And the way the looks on their faces, I was like, wow, like, this is going to be, this is getting good. This is going to be extremely good now. So I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to happen next. I'm so proud of Tate for doing that. I really am. And I feel like this experience is probably going to change him. So I wonder if they're going to have it, you know, like when they, I wonder if they're going to have it to where he changes for the worse or, you know, or the better I, I don't know you know i really feel like this is really gonna this rage is gonna eat at him for real like seriously so yeah i mean kind of like how you know kind of like a little example about with drew on the age you know how he's changed after being in Pennsylvania or whatever and he just changed it different you know i wonder if chase gonna have like a similar experience like you know what this is just mm-hmm. ridiculous i did the right thing but I, i'm are you I'm still suffering are you serious you know so i don't know i just can't wait to find out the outcome or whatever and if he is going to be clear, but, yeah, he's already messed up. The teenager going through this mess, he did nothing wrong. Oh, yeah, this is definitely going to haunt him for, for life. So I can't wait to find out what's going to yeah. happen. Kudos to Kate, Team Kate. <laughs> and, 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 Carrie, and this is where I am going to um, go get one of our people up on here. You know, Miss Den, when she said the Doug Marlin rule of don't change a core character, but we have to read the rest of that line. It says, don't change a core character. You can certainly give them edges they didn't have before or give them a logical reason to change their behavior. But when the audience say he would never do that, then you have failed. And this situation mm-hmm. is kind of in this. They they aren't changing a core character. They are changing what based on what he's dealt with. Like if you have him go down a dark path, at least it makes sense. I'm like, well, Because circumstances just, make you change yes. your personality. Like, Yes. For example, we talked about, and again, like an, when someone gets, like if a lady gets raped or something. Mm-hmm. That's going to change you. you're gonna, you're, it's going to change you. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yeah. You were completely right. Yeah, something that traumatic should change you, so it depends on what it is. Like, to me, it's not like Tate was a good dude one day, and then he just come in like, I hate my parents. Like, if mm-hmm. he said, I hate you out of nowhere, I'd be like, Tate, what happened for you to hate them? He's hating them because he's like, I am going to jail based on well, your, your criminal past. Built. 
Kim, what, what's your thoughts on this one? I agree. I think it's like a kind of, yeah, kind of like a, I think it may be a memory loss. And I hate to say that because last week I was like, no, he don't have any fake or whatever. But, I mean, like Steve said, it checked out. He, he was hospitalized for that and for about a year. So that all seems right. Um, and he is, his name is Bobby. He's clearly dated that husband. And Stephanie was the other woman, clearly. But the fact is now that Bobby doesn't even know it yet, you know, or he doesn't, or he doesn't want to know. And I'm still going back and forth with that. So it's definitely some kind of brain damage or something or some kind of memory loss, some kind of bad brain damage, something in there. He doesn't really know for sure unless he is faking it and they're doing that. They're playing that as well, too. Um, maybe he's gaslighting Jada, you know, kind of like with the whole Tucker and Ashley. You know, maybe he bought whatever is like, okay, you know, whatever, I know, but I'm going to use this to my advantage. So I don't know, but I really think it's some kind of, if there is some kind of, some sort of brain issue, brain damage or something like that, some kind of, some kind of a partial memory loss or something. Because I don't know, I kind of feel like he could still be lying, but. And again, they said it checked out. So we will see what happens. But this is really good. I'm interested in the storyline as well. This is pretty good. And I like the way Jada reacted. You know, it's like, oh, Polly, you're a liar. You know, like, whatever. Comb on my butt. You know, it was just, it's just, this is just really interesting to me. So we'll see what happens. He got some yeah, to do, as they say. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm interested in this story. I don't know. I I, th- I think I liked it better if he was a douchebag at this point because I, I just like to me yeah. seeing the scene. You're gonna have to really explain that scene unless they just. You can't say I wanted to throw the audience off. The dude literally seen her and then walked away and then said, "Just Stephanie, I need to call you right after this happened." So that, that's that true. That exactly. Is, right. Well, so you gonna have about? to truly. You know, he didn't want to go in have there. Right. Yeah, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to really truly explain to me. What was the meaning behind that? To be quite honest, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to yeah. do a better estimation than that. I, I am going to say that. Mm-hmm. So I am here for it. I, I see where we go here. I do think I have all of the key points and days out. Did I miss anything on days? Or are we ready to go to yet the next stop? Which will I think be bold because me and Carrie, we don't waste time, right, Carrie? <laughs> yeah, like I said, I, I do think I'm with you, Tia, though, given what, what you all heard. I think the Everett stuff has the potential, and you're getting Steve involved and all that, so I think it should be good. I'm sure, you know, I don't I feel also, like he's lying. He, he knows what the hell he's talking about. I would say, I, 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 would say I, I did think so at first, but this week they really try to, they really gaslight the audience because you you know when the character's talking themselves, he actually talking himself and saying, I, I don't know what's going on. What do I not remember? They literally had him saying that to himself. In the room himself, you know, when characters talk, they literally are saying that he doesn't remember. But, again, if they are going to do that, they are going to have to actually go back track and say the scene when he seen her, what, what did he think? The only reason, the only way you could explain that to me, his subconscious knew he knew her right. and he left. He has to have, like, a strange brain damage. That's the only way you could actually explain that, because without I that, love, that I, love, I love I love brain damaged people. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and, and I will say one thing. I will give I will actually give some credit to Abigail Khan. I think that's her name. I think she's done mm-hmm. amazing yeah. with the storyline and, and the one about time. Jada. But and the one who's playing Jada, Jay, I think it's it's a, a, a Leo or Ella or it's one of those names. Ella, Ella can too. I think I believe her yeah, name is Ella can too. 
I think she's doing an amazing job because when they give her good material, saying with Talia, she does a good job. So for characters like this, who the fans aren't invested into, I think this is a good storyline. And Ella, by the way, is leading for Performer of the Week. So please, God, show love and keep voting. Oh, good. I'm kind of hoping for I'm Diversity. kind of hoping she could win. I'm, I'm kind of hoping she could win. So I could tweet her and say, "You are the Performer of the Week." So please, God, help her win. Now we are headed oh, over to LA. We I have a poll going up right now, a non-cheating poll, because you can't vote twice, you can't clear cash, can't do none of that. So I'm curious on what the results going to be by the end of this and, topic. And I see Go Jane ahead. Duran, and I'll just repeat, yeah, anyone that wants to come on, press star two. Yeah, this is not my spaces, so I'm going to hold off on my MFs, and I'm going to have some decorum <laughs> uh, when I get to GH and an issue I have. But bold and the beautiful this week. All right, what happened this week? Um, oh, mm. <clears throat> Steffi... So, I don't know if it was this week when Kelly You had Good Day, too, this week, too. You had them in the first what two episodes this week, too. Yep, uh-huh. Oh, you had Good Day Luna the first two episodes. Yep, uh-huh. Sure did. Let me tell you about yeah. the, the, the Luna and the Beautiful. Here's my issue <laughs> with Zen Day. They're really, they're really trying my patience because, okay, you find out this lady was drugged inadvertently and didn't consent. This nutcase is still... Trying to pursue her, and again, I have a, I have two favorite things. Two things can be true in apples and oranges. I'm I'm here to tell you, yes, there is an agenda to prop RJ, and I'm going to put Luna. Is Zenday getting sacrificed? I believe that with all of every fiber of my being. That being said, and by the way, and let me just do this disclaimer, folks: agendas and soaps are nothing new and will continue to be. Because it's an agenda doesn't mean it's always bad. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. But every damn thing mm-hmm. in his agenda, and everything is the writing. That being said, now yeah. that I got the form out, that that the, the that kind of stuff out the way, I can know he's being sacrificed. But I have to judge the character. You're being creepy, Zenday. She and see, Brad Bell is keeping Luna clean because he hasn't even made Luna wink, show an ankle, a pinky toe at this man, and he's still trying to pursue her. That is gross. Do you have an Mhm. He did. Um, so I could say, yeah, I could say but, yeah, I, no, uh-huh. no, no, I agree with yeah, you. So yeah, go, you go ahead, go, you t- uh, go ahead, Tia, then Kim, and I'll see if anybody else has come. Uh, go ahead, uh, Zenday, Luna, pa- well, Poppy is one yeah, on, so. Yeah, I would say in general, I do agree with you. This whole storyline is ridiculous. I think Poppy was on, which is probably much, probably if so, it would probably be a Monday or something she was on. Probably haven't seen him with Zenday probably because I think he was probably blaming her for being not the best mother out there or something like that, or sort of applying it. But you're right. My issue with Zenday, as I say with Bold, I feel to watch certain storylines, you literally have to have a major of past storylines that have happened. Because if you watch this show, you would not think that Zenday was a married man once involved with two additional women outside of the woman he was married with. He was recently, and the worst thing about this, even with this recast version, he was with Paris. So I don't quite understand how now, we are making it like this person is the end or be or Paris. That's the love of his life. Oh, he's never felt this way. How? These feelings came out of nowhere. I don't quite understand how he has these strong feelings from her. Nothing happened. They did nothing together. All you've been doing is being creepy and seeing her with, with RJ, and I'm supposed to buy your feelings for this lady? Y'all went through nothing together. So now everyone is in love with her. She's the peach and cream of everything. I'm just kind of just done 
with this ridiculous storyline at this point. It's terrible. I agree. Zenday, you just look creepy. She hasn't given you an inch, and you still over there. And then, again, Luna, I'm going to need you to hold some, have some strength as well because you over there just looking in the clouds when he's over there expressing your feelings. I need you to say, oh, that's beautiful for you, but I just don't have 1% of your feelings. No looking in the clouds, no thinking, none of that. we got to play directors. Let's play these a little bit better. That's what I was saying. And I that's have to say me. real quick, it's, it's kind of gross. They, so you had her lose her – now I realize you had the lady lose her virginity with RJ because it's her boyfriend just so you could do the Zende thing. And then you have – she was uncomfortable, but then you have her sleeping with, with RJ again the very next day. This is disgusting. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you for reminding me of that because both of every show, and I know probably Jay will get more into it, this show actually should have been the most drag show ever. I think that Sheila storyline I probably thought. saved them. But this, but this one should have got dragged. The fact that I'm, I'm going to go by bold, by bold. I'm going by bold time. I am going to assume everything with Luna has happened in a three, four day span. Day span. Uh, I was, yep. She lost her virginity. She had sex with the person's cousin. And then after that, well, I want to have sex some more. God, who's writing this? Bradley Bilson. That's not how a woman body works when you didn't lose your virginity. You want to sleep around, like, right away? Like, well, how, what kind of body does Luna have? I, and how disgusting is it? This is just, let's stop this. The lady, it's not, I just found the whole thing offensive. I think this is a point where you needed a woman to overthrow this and say, well, well that's not how this works. Let's stop this. Yeah, you needed somebody. To, it was just disgusting. You have this lady sleeping around three times within four days, and she just lost her virginity. As bad as this is, I probably would have been more okay with it if she was just a person who slept around. Or just, or wasn't a virgin. You can't make like a just experience, yeah, just yeah, just mm-hmm. experience and someone who's had multiple relationships. Exactly. It doesn't, you know, I mean, come on. Yeah. Kim or Jay, which one next? Oh, go to Kim and then we'll bring Jay on. Hey, Kim. Hey, I just I think it was ridiculous too. Like it just it doesn't make sense at all to me, and the fact that Zenday has the odd. You know what? This required me to say this. So live on the soul party tonight. My apologies for ever giving Sunday a Kim Cares a couple weeks ago. <laughs> no way I rescind that. Throw it out. Oh my god. Because that's just ludicrous. The way he behaved and the way he was like, Oh, I know you don't want to tell him and blah blah but this, that, and the other and I don't like seeing you like this and blah blah and you know, I was the one that knew how it felt. I'm like, What? And he's like, I would want to do this and like that's gonna make us feel any better. And I'm the one that did this and I, and I just I just think that all things kinda of like I think all things happen for a reason and this and that. Maybe it's just just saying, you know, I mean, I really like, I really admire you. I really, really do. And maybe you should just go ahead and tell them. And because I want to be with you, be with me. I, have to, I said, oh, no. Okay, no, I can't. I said, I'm done. Sunday, you lost every bit of respect for me and then some. So mm-hmm. I, I can't. That was just so insanity. Knowing that this girl is so distraught and distressed. Because she's like, what the heck? You know, my mom judged me. I don't say, but two men, this is, just, this is just ridiculous. This isn't me. This is just, and now this man over here talking about, should he want to be with me? Are you kidding me? You must be crazy. So that is just, that was so awkward to me. And that was uncomfortable. To what point I would have been like, okay, please get out of my house right now. Yeah. Let's go. I, that, that's just, you know, mm-hmm. that's insane. Brain. I'm that's with like you. Yeah. Scary. And, yeah, that was like borderline scary. And, and let me it's tell you something. 
Mm-hmm. If this was anybody not named Zende pursuing a woman who's been very clear about not wanting anything to do with him, they'd be screaming harassment and rape and violation mm-hmm. from the exactly. rooftops. Absolutely. Just you, know the you know they would You know they would Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's, so, it's just, I hate that, you know? So we'll see what happens. But, oh, it's, it was sickening. It's sickening. So. <sighs> Okay. Do you are you gonna defend Zenday? No. Um, there's no defending Zenday. He's trash and um I don't know. I just think that they're taking this too far. I mean he should be horrified, mm-hmm. he should be on his knees begging for forgiveness, even though it's not his fault. I will feel guilty and but instead he's pursuing her. I, yeah. I I don't see the point of that. I think that um, the offers are not good. I feel like Zenday still seems a bit too old for Z- for Luna, um, and clearly he has more experience. And it just does not look right. Um, and I'm not sure what focus group or what who Brad Bell and company are looking to, but they need to shut up and stop because this is not sexy. Um, it, it seemed predatory to me the way that he was trying to convince her to give him a chance after what happened. It just seems nasty. Um, and this character has no personality. Luna has no personality. She has no backbone. Um <sighs> Watching her sleep with RJ right afterwards is like, again, the only issue I'm having with the story is the fact that Luna was under the influence of drugs. If she had slept Mm -hmm. with Zenday because she wanted that hot body on top of her, that is her business, and it would be much better. Mm -hmm. But they, they turned this into... Even though I don't look to our, look to Zenday as an abuse um, uh, as an abuser, a, a pervert, or um, someone who has assaulted someone sexually, it just does not look good. And for a so-called conservative network, from from out from a uh, uh, um, Poppy doing drugs every day and you know doing weird dances in the middle of Olive Garden and now getting her daughter drugged up, I mean, and now having sex with two men, two cousins uh, after being violated. This doesn't seem too conservative. To, well, actually, never mind, it does. But, you know, it, it, it's just, it, it, this is just gross. It needs to stop. And um, I think, you know, Bode has been dropping a lot of storylines. I think he's going to drop this one quick, fast, in a hurry, and let's focus on something else because, I think I need a two-month break from this storyline. They could pick it up back in two months, but I think I need a break from this storyline. Oh, this show always pick it back in two months, like we doing our next story. Yeah. Yeah. You might be <laughs> That's exactly what. Yeah. yeah, because they shove one story. Yeah, because they'll shove one story down our throat for two months, drop it, as opposed to having yeah. cyclical secondary stories where one's going on in the background. We endured mm-hmm. Eric dying of some mystery terminal illness for two months, and then Thomas and Hope is like, "Give me a fucking break." Oh, mm-hmm. the next story. So, um, mm-hmm. apparently, O'Hara 
doesn't tell the folks who take her daughter where and where not to go for pizza and popcorn and fucking pizza uh, burgers because uh, uh, what's this lady's name? Lucy, this blonde, and her kid on the play day end up at the Olive Garden. Of course, there's their waitress, is Sheila, of course. And Kelly's happy, and she remembers her from the nice lady saving her out of the ocean because mm-hmm. when her stepdaddy was being negligent, she almost unalived herself. Uh, she's taking a selfie, and off, way, way, way in the distance, you need a fucking magnifying glass to see Oh Sheila, by the way. She wasn't in the <laughs> middle of the selfie with the children. She was off behind the bushes. She sends this picture to Mommy. O'Hara sees it, has an all-out meltdown, goes to the Olive Garden, and proceeds to accost Sheila. Meanwhile, Dumb and Dumber are like, I can't find Steffi, I can't find Sheila. Assholes, go up to the broom closet, you'll find them. Oh, they get there, <laughs> break the, break this horrific fight up. And she says, she wants me dead. Is that true, Steffi, you want her dead? All right, let's leave out of here. <laughs> then she goes home after her husband goes to work and proceeds to lock the same door three times. <laughs> the, uh, you know. Every listen, cat was amazing. I, Steffi's not, Steffi's not wrong in her assessment, but honey, girl, the only thing that would have been better is if Sheila dragged her ass to the alley for the second time and put another bullet in her. (laughs) How, listen, Sheila did A, B, and C. She's been on her bestest behavior with her nine toes. She ain't bothered you people. You're going to attack her. What do you think is going to happen? Oh, and I forgot to say. Of course, as the wind is whipping and the rain is falling, who do we see in the fucking in the in the in the yard there? Sheila. Well, of course. Uh, I, uh, listen, I love O'Hara, but when you poke the bees' nest, the hornet's nest, and get bead, get bead, get bead, get stung. Yep. Don't look surprised, mm-hmm. baby girl. Exactly. <sighs> Go ahead, Kim. See, I totally agree. She's the one that went over there. She really did nothing wrong in that picture. Okay, whatever. All, she got so upset, went over there and did that. Punched this woman in her face. Are you kidding me? Do you know who she really is? You're just wanting her to attack. Come on, you're, you're provoking her. What is going on? She went back over there. She went, she, she went in her house. They're chilling. And you come back over there. I know you're in there. Are you kidding? <laughs> I don't yeah. Like she wasn't even doing nothing to you. She wasn't even plotting to kill you or do anything to you or the kids. She wasn't even trying to sleep in. She wasn't even at the hospital. Like, come on, I just don't understand. You're the one that's going over there acting big, bald, and bold and macho. Are you kidding me? Damn, bad. Go back to that cliff house and stay there. Nothing was happening. Like, I just. That was just the dumbest thing ever to Steffi. I said, I can't. Steffi, love you to death, girl, but you this is just dumb. I cannot yeah. with you on this part. That was so idiotic. And I hate <laughs> to say this, but I'm going to say exactly what I said on Kimberlyn's post or whatever with the, the events from this week or whatever, the, the sports for this week, or, the, you know, the um uh, the thing, the tape or whatever. So I said... Steffi didn't do anything. I mean, Steffi went over there and attacked Sheila. Didn't even do a thing. Sheila didn't do a thing. Punched her face out. So I said, honestly, to whatever Steffi 
is going to get whatever she does, Steffi is going to deserve it and more. So sorry, not sorry. Whatever she has coming to her, she will bring it on. Because at this point, I want Sheila to get her. Yeah, exactly. That was stupid. Beyond stupid. I was trying to be all bold and bad and macho. I'm not scared of you. You're going over there and just attacking her for no reason. And she didn't do nothing to you to be. Come on. Just. Uh, okay, I'm done. I can't. That was dumb, Steffi. My girl. Jay, are you going to defend O'Hara? Hell no. And I'm going to thank you, Terry, for saying. I want to thank you for saying that because I thought I was going to be the awesome one tonight and say it. Of course not. I think Stephanie's a a refresher course and what to do, what not to do with Sheila Carter. Because I I, I think think she needs, I don't know, she needs to go take a trip down memory lane, go down to the alley and, (laughs) you know, have some flashbacks because it, it, it literally makes no sense. And I'm being so serious right now. This is the type of shit that soldiers get made fun of for. I got a good castle today. I mean, uh, this week watching The Bold and the Beautiful because all of this was just so ridiculous. Back in the day, there was a show called the, I don't know, what, I forgot what it was called, but it used to do these spoofs or soap operas. This would have made the spoof of the week because it was, it, it was, it was atrocious. I mean, let me be nice. It, everything about this was just laughable. It was not entertaining. It, it wasn't it laughable in a good way. It, it, it was just terrible. I, it, and also, these writers are so lazy. They're not making sense. So, Stephanie finds out about uh, Kelly going to L. Jar, L. whatever, L. Uh, Al Pico, whatever it's called. L. Jar, yeah. L. Jar, yeah. Yeah, L. John didn't all gone. Yeah, that place. Right? And instead of calling her husband or the father of her child, she marches over to uh, the restaurant. She was not there. She's at home minding her business. And you barge into her home. You, you verbally assault her. And then physically assault her. And then when Sheila finally, you know, fights back and, of course, overpowers your dumb ass. You know, Big Ed and uh, Ben come in to save the day for her from choking you out, and you scream like a true Karen, she attacked me. Of course she, she did. You attacked her. I don't understand. I don't understand how you can walk into somebody's mm-hmm. house who tried to kill you, they'd be shocked after you attack them and they try to kill you. Yeah. Like, that's stupid. My mother taught me very young, right? If you are dumb enough <laughs> to put your hand in a pot of bowl of hot water, it is not the person's fault who is boiling the water. It's yours. So unfortunately for O'Hara, I know we got some dark stuff coming. If Sheila goes after Stephanie this time and does some damage to her, of course, she should be held accountable, but I can't blame her. Stephanie, you crossed the line. And I'm sorry, Finn, this is the, the time you should be seeing Sheila. Because not only is she putting her life in danger, we know that Sheila will shoot, will, will shoot her own son. What, will you honestly think that she won't harm the children as well? Or kidnap the children? Like, why are you so dumb, Steffi? Like, this is ridiculous. They take 
this girl boss boss bitch stepping stuff too far. Because you have she, you have her over there. I'm not afraid of you. I'm gonna take you down. And then at the end of the episode, she's locking doors and, and clutching yeah. pearls and, and jumping at, at every little bump because she's terrified of what she can do. That's your fault. And also the vulnerable. This makes no sense. If this, first of all, if this woman is so afraid of her safety, why are all the doors unlocked? I'm not afraid of my safety, but I make sure that all my windows and doors are locked in case nobody can come in or at least I have a warning when someone can come in. Where is her security system? Where is her motion sensors at? Like, this literally makes no I'm so sick of the bone and beautiful uh, putting together bullshit in the last minute because this is all rushed. For two months, it's been Soap, Eric, Luna, the Bones and Luna, Luna and the Bones, whatever. Now, all of a sudden, Steffi and Sheila, oh, my God, Sheila, she works at El Dargino. She's been there for the past six months. Where have you been? Like, all of a sudden, she's pacing back and, her, back and forth in her house, terrified. We're talking to Liam about Sheila. There is no subtlety in the writing. It literally makes no sense. And uh, I'm sorry. And yes, I know that I am, um, I am, you know, uh, very biased when it comes to Steffi. You know, she's not my favorite character. But this is not being biased. She needs, to go. she needs to be humbled. She needs a reality check. And I hope Finn is the one who gave it to her because this is stupid. You put everybody, everybody's life in danger. And when Seth, when she goes crazy and hurts Finn or hurts Liam or hurts you, Steffi, I don't want to see scenes of bridge everybody, oh, that's Sheila. No, not this time. It's all Steffi. And it's the second time she's done this. She did it the first time and confronted her in that alley and followed her into that dark alley alone and got her stuff and been popped. Like, when are you going to learn? It's just dumb. It is dumb and makes no sense. It makes everybody look ridiculous. Those who bozos, Stan and Deacon, oh, where's Sheila? Oh, where's Steffi? Y'all don't realize that put two and two together, that they're probably together? That, that, uh, no, they had to wait for the other guy to come and say, oh, I saw the, look, I'm a Steffi fan, and oh. I think it's silly. Now, of course, I'm with you. She, Steffi brought this on herself. But, of course, obviously, short of killing the lady, you know, Sheila, you know, obviously, I can't be Team Sheila on that. But I think Finn, I, you know, have to wait and see. But I have a feeling you may be getting your wish in terms of Finn. Yeah, I'm of two minds. Oh. Finn can be Team Sheila, but I'm also okay with Steffi. Having an issue with that, I'm, I, I like all the. And she should have an issue. Yeah, she should this have an issue with it. It should. It should. This is woman and stupid men because you're a mother. Yes. Now. After that alley, after she, like you said, she almost unalived you. You can't conduct yourself the same way you used to. So no, baloney. Um, and and Steffi also shot Sheila before. So where's her gun at, Steffi? Like this makes me. I'm sorry. It's just it. it the more I talk about it the more preposterous it is. It, it literally makes no sense. And this is what this show gets away with. And I'm tired of it because this is probably the one of the worst past three days of Bold and Beautiful that I've seen in a very long time. 
in terms of writing, in terms of acting, in terms of everything, because it all it is all so ridiculous that I can't blame certain people for looking ridiculous, you know, spouting out that stupid dialogue. It's just stupid. I'm done. And last but not least, go ahead, receipts. Completely agree with you, uh, Jay. This is the point, you know. I'm I'm a thousand percent team Sheila. Even if she shot her in the alley again, I'll be like, yep, it is what it is, man. I, I'm to this point, like even the first episode of the week, uh, Finn got on my nerve when he's screaming at Sheila. I'm like, um, you do know you have an altercation where Sheila lives. Like, I like what Sheila was saying. Like, this lady, have the, she could come in my house and punch me. And, like, like, like what is this? You, like, how are you upset with her that your kid came to her place of employment? That actually really makes zero sense right here. Like, what was she supposed to do? Well, I got some customers here. Let me act like they aren't here. What was Sheila kind of supposed to do here? And, and I got to agree. What, what, she should have said to every everyone who's babysitting her children, these are the places to not go mm-hmm. under any circumstances. And this should be headline news because I did hear a few weeks ago, a few months ago, that a lot of people stopped going there when they realized Sheila was working there. So this whole storyline was a little too far-fetched to me that this is where they would be in that sepia of all people wouldn't tell these fools where not to go. That That doesn't really make much sense to me logically. So I just... I, I, I pretty much agree with Jay. I think Jay pretty much said everything that I wanted to say with this storyline. I can't be on team Steffi even 1% because she was too idiotic for me. No common sense. And then at the end of the episode, you want to be scared now. We was that scared when you came in her house and attacking her and right. all of that. And I, and I got to right. agree with, with her too. Like, if you look at whether we hate Sheila or not, everything bad that Sheila has done has been a direct aftermath of which Steffi has done, besides probably the drugging, yes. the drugging of the, the brook. I forgot why that happened. I'm not sure if that one was for Steffi. But I think most of it has been literally because of Steffi, everything that she's done, like even in the alley. Mm-hmm. People forget before she went in the alley, they had a confrontation. But guess what? She knew she was losing control. She held her breath and she went in the alley. This psychopath follows her into the alley. So you, so wait a minute. You know this person is a killer. They have shot your mother in the past, but your logical sense is going to be like, let me go in the alley at nighttime alone with the person? That, that doesn't make sense. That makes no logical sense. And then when the gun came out, she acted all shocked. No, so you can't play this. You can't have it two ways, right? You can't have her be fearful when Sheila shows her true colors, but turn her to become her true colors. Because at this point, Lee, Bill Spencer, and Steffi are the three who turned this, turned this lady. So I'm like, what do y'all want her to see? You want her to return her, return to her normal self and shoot you guys? I don't quite understand what do you want to accomplish here. So based on what we've seen, she's been on her best behavior, and they wanted the beast to come out, and now they're about to get it, and now it's bad because when it happens, I don't see myself feeling any sympathy for Steffi. If anything, I'm like, can y'all be more Sheila's side? Sheila's the victim in this situation. If she had just let this lady be alone and be with her son, we would have never been here. And to be quite honest, the Ali situation wouldn't have happened either. Everything that's happened is Steffi's fault. Of course, we could blame yep. the criminal themselves. But based on who you know Sheila is, I don't get taunting a person who is psychotic as her. That makes zero sense to me. So based on what we've seen, you taunted the lady and you got your wishes and you keep doing it. So I, I don't really know what to say. Doesn't make sense. And also, really quick, and really quick, too. Sorry, Karen. I forgot to mention that Sheila got my honorable Kim Care to the street. The honorable uh-huh. mention, Kim Care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I agree. I agree with the Kim kids, actually. I actually agree with it. When I was watching them, when Thank she said, you. Just leave me alone. I said, yeah, leave that lady. She Why? just wanted to leave that criminal alone. Leave that criminal alone. I'm, I'm with you. She deserves it. And one, and, and one last thing, Bo. She's just trying to file one her nails thing. in peace. She's just trying to file her nails in peace. Look, yeah, look, right. was on a lunch break. Was on a break because I think she said she had to come back and work. Minded her business, and Steffi went in there and just whatever. Okay, one last right. thing, Bradley Bell. I need some stuff to start making sense. Why the hell is Liam in Hope's office staring at a picture of Steffi, and then Bill pops up and then have this conversation yes, about Steffi? And, and, like, like, can we please? Can well, Wait, I don't even. I don't even understand. Is the international money not coming in? Like, listen, I am not hoping Liam fair. I can care less about that. But if he wanted to have flashbacks of O'Hara, couldn't that be in his house or expensive yeah. uh, publications? Spencer. On his office, expensive. <laughs> I laughed. I'm like, okay, this is this has to be one of the wonkiest weeks ever because. I understand that they share offices, but at the end of the day, Hope and Tom has been setting up their office for the past year now. That's Hope Logan's office. Why are y'all up in there? Like, I, it, it, I just, I just found it hilarious. Like, y'all have no, y'all couldn't do it in, in the outside scene on top of CBS Studios. If y'all don't have the money, like, why y'all? It just, it was just well, weird, y'all. It was weird. Well, Jay. They've had those same conversations at the Olive Garden. Because I even tweeted, and you had to tell me halfway through the episode, I said, now, wait a minute. Why are Bill and Liam at the – I said, that looks like Hope's office, and you had to tell me it was. And real quick, I, we did forget to mention something. I guess it's confirmed. Michelle Valjean is out at Bowling yeah. Hills. We forgot to mention that, didn't we? So she's out. Yeah, we, uh, I know so some people want her back on yeah. at GA. You should yeah, probably be one know. of them, yeah. <laughs> what? I think I think you should be one of them who want her back over there on D8. Uh, 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 yeah. yeah, I she think a lot of like people love the character Charlotte. of Elizabeth Weber. Is what you're trying to say? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it for bold. I mean, I think I did read the story. As long as I don't does, see, oh. as long as I don't, as long as I don't see a uh, train of passing gas, I'm fine with it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, yeah. Um. So I, I mean, according to Kimball and Brown on the Bold Live. She says Monday and Tuesday are must see, so we'll see what she means by that. Mm-hmm. Uh, on to, uh, Sam, are you here? Yes, I am. Oh, can you hear me? Uh, yes, we can, can hear you. Okay, sorry, my uh, I had muted myself. So, hi. hi. I watched nine episodes oh, of Carol Hustle today. Well, you oh, should be wow. happy. We ended it off. GH is our last show today. We did three. We got three out of the way. Wow. Well, I'm happy because I watched nine, so I'm glad there was a show tonight. Um, because lot, yeah. I had caught up on Super Bowl Sunday. I was like, damn, there's no show tonight. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. But then you so, go behind hi. again? Yeah, then I got behind again. It, it's a, it's a, it depends on my mood. But And then I, ha- I knew I was going to have to work last Sunday, so I didn't catch up. Okay. Yeah, I don't normally work on Sundays, but I had to work two Sundays in a row because it's inventory time. I didn't have I'm to. Gonna, like, for the most part, I'm going to be on mute until you get to the, the Elizabeth Sam scenes. 
in toward, toward okay. the end of this week, obviously, but I didn't watch much of that, but I do have something to say at that, so I'll just listen because i got some more stuff i got to do around here, but I'll be here on mute. So it's just you, as of now, you, Jay, and Tia, and Kim. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I, I was going to start with the uh, Dex and Sunny stuff because we did get I, I, there's a little bit of a blur because I did watch nine episodes, so obviously Sunny found out previous week that Dex was being getting um, money from somebody, and you know, so he confronted him in the Pine Barrens. I almost died laughing. We said, "We're going to the Pine Barrens." <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ! Can we get any more stereotypical here? So um, they, Dex refused to tell Sonny who he was working for. And then Carly showed up and said it was me. But Sonny's not really stupid. He figured out she was protecting Michael. And he let Dex live. But he told Dex he has to leave town without Joss. And that's not making Joss very happy because Dex did leave town without her. Now she's going to try to find him. She's going to track him down. Sonny had a confrontation with Michael about it, and he is not in a very forgiving mood with Michael. I don't blame him because even though they keep saying, oh, you know, we were just trying to protect you. No, that's not how it started out. It started out that you were trying to get your dad sent to jail, okay, Sonny boy? So let's not get it too twisted here. It's only because your mother stepped in and said, no, you don't want your father getting sent Mm. to jail. So I, I, that, that was the whole thing. Like, why is Sonny so upset? Because Michael wanted his father to go down in flames. He was overreacting to a situation. Like, your dad cheats on your mom or leaves your mother. You don't have him sent to jail. It's just an overreaction. Uh, what does everybody think about all of that this week? Who wants to well, go that first? Was, that, was two, well, that one was two weeks ago, so I... I think we discussed that. No, that but there was the stuff this week as well with the with Dex leaving town. And well, Jocelyn, it's more Jocelyn's reaction to it. Well, yeah, I guess she's trying to go. I think Monday well, episode. And her reaction is over the top when she knows damn well how it started. So. Well, yeah. That, I, I, I'm going to say I don't have much of an opinion only because I'm not really caring for Sunny at this moment. So I'll let someone else go for it. I gave Sunny credit last week. That's what I say. But after this week, yeah. Because Monday episode started with the Carly and then well, Jocelyn crying to Carly, like, I need Dex. Because I don't think Dex was on this week at all. I think he left Friday's episode. The, he must have left on Friday. Friday, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're no, right. Cause cause I remember oh, looking yeah. at it and going, okay, I have five episodes left, everything from here up. But that doesn't you mean know I can what? remember. I, I think I know what happened. It was four episodes this past week because the episode didn't end Monday. That's what happened. It was only four for each show. Was it President's Day? What day, what day was it? It was a day or Monday when the soaps didn't end. Monday yeah, was a holiday here, but yes. it was family day, was so I here. doubt they would have skipped anything. So. Um, but yeah, I agree. In, yeah, in you're right. I, I, yeah. I only had nine episodes, so that's probably right. Something was... Okay. I'm shockingly... I'm shockingly seeing Jocelyn in this, and not because of the 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 the, the taking down Sunny stuff. Jocelyn, shut up! You were involved in this. Your mother came and saved you and your, saved her children from you know facing facing Sunny's wrath months ago. So you know I can care less about that. You you brought us on your stuff. However, she loves this man. So 
if any other female character on this show that was in love with the man suddenly left them, they would chase after him. So I don't think it's too dramatic that she wants to go after Dex and find him and bring him back to Port Charles. It's annoying. Yes, it's young love bullshit. But, I mean, listen, she loves the guy, and he just left uh, left her, um, and she wants to see him. So, I mean, that honestly doesn't bother me. I, 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 would, hope that it, I would hope that all the, any other characters would love me enough to find you know, come find me after I was exiled out of Port Charles if I was living there. So, you know, I, I don't, I don't see Jocelyn being pathetic or ridiculous for um, going after Dex. Who, for the most, for the most part, they were, you know, they haven't had any major issues in their relationship for me to be like, you know, he's not worth it. So, I mean, mm. I don't really have a problem with her wanting to get him. My problem mm-hmm. is just that. She's not listening. She's not, you know, she's 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 doing everything emotionally, which is fine because she's in love mm-hmm. with him. But again, Carly made a lot of sense this week, so that scared me. Mm-hmm. She's like, maybe she should <laughs> yeah, go great. and start, you know, start a new life. And because if he comes back here, you're always going to be looking over your shoulder. He's always going to be looking over his shoulder anyway. But you know, but no, I, you know, Carly was making so much sense. She's like, you know, I trust, I trust what Sonny says like I don't think he killed him you know she's still so loyal to Sonny in a lot of ways because like she said I know him better than anyone and quite frankly Joss is lucky she's involved with Dex or Dex would probably be six feet under in the Pine Barrens right now so uh question uh sorry uh Deron you said you wanted to get on the mic on the chat room you could can you hear us real quick uh uh well well I'll mute you but it keeps muting you so I don't really know but yeah you 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 just have to press star two that raises your hand and one of us can unmute you but for some reason it seemed like you'll keep muting every time I'm unmuting you so I don't really understand I think you have to the only solution I found to that in the past is actually exiting out call the phone first then enter into the studio that's how I remember doing it in the past but I, I don't know. But I can't unmute you. It just keeps muting you back. But back to regular programming. Oh, did you need to? Oh, did you need to? No, no. Every time I keep unmuting him, it keeps muting him back. So I don't really know. So yeah, I just told him to let me to come back. Yep. Oh, talk to you. Uh-huh. So um, yeah. I mean, like I'm a, I'm cool with her finding him. Obviously, she needs a plot line. Finding Dex is, I guess, the next best thing. To having something of her own, so um, sorry. I just am not very interested in it. I guess that's the whole problem. I don't mm-hmm. really care about that relationship. That I don't yeah. know. You know, I've got opinions on that one. So uh, who else is here? Sorry, Jay. Just doesn't. And Kim sorry, is here, uh, Kim. Kim. Hi, Kim. Hi. Um, well, Jocelyn, some of the Jocelyn Sunnies, right? That whole thing and Dex and stuff like that that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Her going off the line Dex, I guess. You know, I'm actually, um, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm actually okay with this. I, I was okay with this and that she's, going, she's determined to sign him and everything. And I think that she is. I really do. But I thought he was sweet, and I 
understand why she was that was funny. Like, at first, a lot of times she's so annoying to me anyway towards him. But, I mean, this time, okay, I just give her the exception because this is this is actually good and intriguing. And I'm looking forward to the whole Jack storyline now with this and her going to find him and everything and just just enraged, you know. So I'm, I'm excited to see what happens, you know what I mean? I see Sunnyside too, you know, Jack's do too much. But at the same time, I mean... Ugh, come on. I mean, come on. Now he's all wallowing. I want no one trusting me in this battle. I can't trust anyone, blah, blah, blah. But ugh, whatever. You'll be fine. So either way, I'm glad that that Josh is going off to find Bex. And I hope she does. And I'm excited. I think it's going to be good. Siobhan, I brought you on. Can you hear us? Uh, okay. Hold on. Okay. You, you unmuted? Oh, okay. Well, sorry, Devon. Well, we, we can't hear you if you're speaking. Um, that's regular programming. Yeah, um, you just have to speak. And I think you haven't, based, based on what I see by your name, it says no audio detective participating might, might be having microphone issues. So I think that's something on your end, not ours. I'm not really sure when that ever comes up, but just saying. But you are unmuted on our end. So whenever you're ready to talk, just jump on in. So Selena Wu is also having personnel problems. One of her um, <laughs> guards turned out to be a bit of a stinker. So uh, Sonny went over to rough him up a bit and find out what he knew. The only thing, he didn't really know too much, or he at least didn't say much. But um, Selena, I don't know what the fate of this guy is. Is he dead now? I don't know. But sorry. <laughs> 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 Selena Wu, someone did take shots at her. They they paid the guy to, to tell them where she was so they could try to take her out. And um, apparently, unless I blinked or slept through it, the, um, Curtis was going to tell her what he knew. I, did that happen off screen? Because it must have. Because he told, he finally admitted to um, Portia that he Portia? was in mm-hmm. business with Selena and she wasn't very happy about it. No surprise there. And, um, but Sonny and his dad had gotten him, gotten her out of the poker room thing. But now that uh, she's doing this favor for Sonny by letting him question her man, uh, looks like the poker game might be on again somewhere in town. Who knows where? Um, this guy. His, they were also quizzing that guy that's in the prison. I can't remember his name. And he um, told Cyrus, who they they browbeat into helping them, um, use his role as spiritual advisor slash con man, I guess, to <laughs> his con man technique into getting this guy to spill some beans. And the guy did say... The only thing that the guy, the Selena Wu guard said was that the guy's name was, wasn't the guy that paid him, mm-hmm. but the guy the guy that paid him was working for a guy who called himself Stone. Mm-hmm. And then we found out that he, the reason this guy in prison is so scared about getting whacked while he's in prison is because this guy is a ghost. Literally, everybody thinks this guy's dead. He's a ghost. So every like my brain is just going all over the place. File facts, all the dead people we know. 
but I, I don't know. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. I don't know any spoilers, but I just have feelings, Jason. Yep. So Jay, who would know Sonny's operation from the inside out? Mm-hmm. Jason. Yep. Who would try to take – if Jason's been mentally damaged again, who's he going to want to take out? I guess a bunch of mob bosses, mm-hmm. right? So, Because apparently mob bosses all over the country are being taken out. <laughs> How many mm-hmm. mob bosses are there in the United States, do you think? <laughs> no clue. Okay. And I think this is very intriguing, but I just feel like it's so – I feel like it maybe it's too obvious that it might be Jason. Has anybody heard anything? Mm-hmm. If you if you have and you don't want to spoil me or don't want to spoil uh-huh. anyone else, you can tell me off. Okay, no. have you heard anything? Well, no. Yeah, and I don't think it's a spoiler since uh, Burton actually said it on his podcast, but you could take it any, any way. He literally said, I know what everyone is speculating, and trust me, that is not it. To me, that I, I know he said it, but I'm like, I don't know what he's hearing that because he's pretty much saying, I see all the. He literally said two weeks ago, he said, I see the speculation from all the fans. That's not the storyline. I am. That's literally not what it is. But you would see it's it, and I, I don't know. I think I think Carrie heard it as well. I don't know why you put it to me. Unless it's another thing. Cause I know another thing people's been speculating. I'm not sure he heard this. I think a lot of people also speculating about the Elizabeth spoiler that also hasn't come out. I think, personally for me, with the Elizabeth spoiler, I think that just got, I don't even think that's even coming no more. I think with the writing change, I think that got wiped out, but that's just me. What's the Elizabeth spoiler? We still waiting. The only spoiler that has not happened yet is, I believe, Jordan Love interest. We still waiting for it. And a person from Elizabeth's past is going to show up at her doorstep. We got that. We still don't know who that person still has not come yet. The only thing that can happen is going to need assistance. Which assistance? Mm-hmm. A person from her past on her doorstep or some nonsense like that. That's literally what the spoiler says. But they're saying still, that's, that's not. That no, we don't know. We, oh. No, it's, no, we don't know what Steve Burton is thinking. Because Burton, right, Karen? Because Burton literally said it's not what because you heard oh. it, right, Karen? So Burton says we, it's not what people think it's going to be, but we don't know what exactly he's talking well, about. Yeah, what he's people referring to, right? Be. Yeah, what he's mm-hmm. referring to, so it could be one. So that's the only thing I could hear with this. So I kind of would not. When you said that, that kind of. Well, oh, he could be trying to throw people so off too. Yeah, it is so yeah, obvious so, that probably is not. Because they've got <laughs> also Danny. Danny is going through his teenage troubles right now, and you got like there's just so many things like they're just bringing up Jason in that regard too. So I don't know. I just feel like it might be Jason, like, but or it's somebody else. And then Jason's actually trying to stop this person is probably more likely, right? But um, <laughs> so I, I was trying to think of all the dead people that might be trying to whack off all the, and I was thinking of old uh, Alcazar. Jason, and, I'm not interested. Uh, who? If it's not Jason or Alcazar, I'm not interested. I'm yeah, and I just can't because honestly, uh-huh. when they said Olivia Jerome was dead, I was just so happy, and it just felt like it was a little shady too. So. I was very oh, you were happy. happy. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. It was so think... shady to me, and I loved every second of it. But it did. It was a good plot. It was a good plot device for bringing up the whole history of how Morgan died. So what if it's Morgan? What if it's Morgan that's come back from the? <laughs> He's trying to kill off his boss. Who do you want it? Who do you want it to be? Who Less you likely. You know what? I would love it. I would love it if it was Jason. I would okay. love to see Jason come back as somebody who is is trying to take down the mob, like because who knows why? Who knows why? I, like it could be any reason. I, I, I would okay, Jason. You know, 
his mind being messed up. I'm going to take down a mob. Fine. That's fine. Morgan, his death still is just ridiculous. The way he was killed off was so he was blown up. There was no body. Um, so I, I think that having Morgan come back and be this big bad mob boss and take us right down to me would be just so, I know people hate Ryan Craig, so I'm not even going to say bring him back. But a young dynamite, this is what the show needs. Another young, talented actor to play a, you know, a 20s or 30s character, you know, with a, with a love, with a love interest. I think with, you know, a spice to show up, especially with, you know, huh? But we'll, we really have to find out why he's trying to take out his own dad, right? Like, he may be thinking that it's his fault that he was blown up. Maybe he has some, you know, some scarring from it. Um, who knows? Maybe somebody, um, one of his enemies got his head. I think it's just, I, well, I, well, okay, I'm not interested in the storyline possibilities of it being Jason or Morgan because if GH does it right, that's, that could be, you know, storylines, you know, birthed from that for the next five years if they really wanted to to run with it. So I'll be interested to see what happens. I think it's potential I mean, there. It went through my brain, too, except we saw the body that it could be Julian, but I couldn't get my, so I couldn't get my hopes up too high on that one. So, um, because he would want to take out his sister. He would want to take out Sonny because he died wrestling with Sonny on a bridge, right? So I I had that moment too. So this is what I like is that there's so many possibilities and you can kind of contemplate them while you're watching. And it's not just, oh, this is so boring. I can't figure, you know, because I can't figure it out. No, I want to figure this out. I want it to be spectacular. And I think my two... My top two would be Jason and Julian, but um, I really doubt it's Julian, and if it is, it's probably a recast anyway. So, uh, anyways, what else does everyone else think? I'm with you. I think it's 100% Jason, but it did, I'm getting to the point where it's too, uh, it's too obvious. So, like, I, I'm with, I, I know in my head is Jason, but I'm like, it's too obvious. So, if it's not, I will say that if it's not, it better not be, uh, you know, a, a John Doe. I need a, a character that we actually know from the past. I would say that. Oh, I but if it's somebody that everybody think, thinks is dead, those yep. are the top um, so four I can think of. Yeah. Sorry, Kim. <laughs> um, no, I, I actually just think I, I thought about it being Jason. So I'm not sure who else it could be at this point. Because I was like, wait a second, this is just strange. So, like, Jason's coming back. So, I really and truly believe it is Jason. I'm sticking with that. That's what I, that's what I believe. Yeah. I think if they just bring Jason back to be Sonny's right-hand man again, it's going to get awfully boring, awfully fast. Right. So, exactly. And if he's so actually... All those rocks falling on his head knocked him back into some, like, or not back right. into, but to some sort of, you know, mm-hmm. bad guy. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'd want him to be a mm-hmm. bad guy forever, but that would be kind of interesting. Um, obviously, he's not going to want to take mm-hmm. out his, the mothers of his children or 
the children or anyone, but or his family, mm-hmm. like the Quartermains or anything. But just him trying to take out mob bosses might be interesting. Maybe he's resenting the fact that he wasted all those years being a mob enforcer. Now he's just gonna. I don't know. I can't. I, there's got to be something. It's probably more along the lines he he'll be brainwashed or something, right? Because mm-hmm. why pass up that opportunity for the eight thousandth time? <laughs> <laughs> but when do we know do we know when he's going to make his first yes on screen next appearance monday. next monday next monday okay mm-hmm. yep. uh, okay well that should be interesting um but you're right since it's somebody who's dead then it needs to be jason morgan or alcazar those are only three at this point what about a jerry Jeff? yeah no, that's not good. Well, but the but the stone name to me, we know we ain't stone coming back. <laughs> like stone wouldn't do it. Who call themselves stone though? It'd be Jason. Yeah. So it's stone I, cold. I doubt it's Alcazar would call. Yeah. I'm saying it has to be Morgan or Jason because Stone Cold is Jason and Morgan's middle name is Stone, so yeah. it has to be one of those. Mhm. I think I'm okay if it's Morgan. You know, I think. It's been mm-hmm. long enough since he quote unquote died that I could stomach the character again. Here's the problem. Morgan Corinthos doesn't know jack shit about his security in Puerto Rico. No. Could have found out only kind of bo- he was dead. They kinda of boxed themselves in a corner with that, but what do I know? Well, I mean not if he, he has not if he has he may know a bit. Uh, info. He may know a both bit. of them does, does, because does he's he learn, been there. did he learn how to use a gun and sh- and try to shoot people? He might not be the one doing the shooting. (laughs) I think it's Jason, period. But I'm just saying, if it's not Jason, if it's the red herring, then who could it be? That's all. Mm -hmm. I'm all for Jason trying to take people out. It's what he does best. Mm -hmm. Uh Um, What was I going to say? So there's so many people involved in this. we got Anna and Jordan, and now Cyrus, and Laura, and, you know, all these people are on the case, you know, do, do, do. Um, <laughs> even uh, Dante was there, so, you know, you got to protect his daddy. Um, I would say, uh, I'm going to bring Daphne just join, by the way, but, yeah. Hi, Daphne. Hello, so, everybody. Sorry I'm late, but I'm here. Hey. Okay, so Morgan, or sorry, Olivia Jerome's death has brought up Morgan back into everybody's minds, and everybody was, you know, thinking about him this week. Um, was that this week? God, I'm so confused. It was this week, and yep. uh, Sunny had a heart to heart with Ava because you know oh. Olivia is her sister, half sister, and mm-hmm. she's not too upset that she's dead. So nobody's upset that Olivia's dead, but. Carly really had a hard time with it because, you know, she lost her boy and to this crazy woman. So it was kind of, it was nice to see them acknowledge it because they don't really talk about him very much anymore. They sort of focus on the children that are alive. So um, I don't know. I just, I like those moments where we can see them. Mm-hmm opening up about their grief still. And I think they're trying to push this Sunny and Ava thing a little bit, but 
I don't really mind because the character, the actors have good chemistry. I'm not sure I want them to become lovers or anything. Ugh, gross, I hate that word. I don't, I don't know what they're going, where they're going with this Ava and Sunny thing. Well, for me, I actually do mind this because to me, you can't have Sunny being upset at the world gets Nina, but you're okay with the person who literally you held responsible for your son's death for all this time. For me, I just think that being your main confidant is actually an issue for me. I just It's just weird. Every time I see they have nice chemistry, but I, I need more than that. Their relationship to me is a little bit strange, so I, I don't really feel no way about it. I just feel... I don't quite understand what poor Nina did to hurt you this way, like this, where she's against the world. I mean, he had his hit list of people who done him wrong. Michael, Carly, I guess, Nina. And and I don't like Michael at all, but again, my issue with it is Michael should never be on your hit list because Michael should have never forgave you for killing his father. So I, I just, I, even though I don't agree with Michael, this is why I need the writers. You weren't on podcast when I said last week, I am going to need these writers to actually have Michael mention again. Dad, uh, please stop putting me on the hit list when I forgave you like 50 years ago for killing my father, something I still to hate you for today. So uh, until AJ come back from the dead, then he has no ground to stand on for me. I actually don't care what Michael did. AJ is not back from the dead, so in me, he would never have 1% leg to stand on. I don't care what Michael does to him. I'm going to be quite honest. If he comes short from killing Sonny, then I'm sorry he has no leg to stand on. And when it comes to Nina... Yes, the SEC was bad, but you forgave for, for something worse in Nixon Fours. So how am I supposed to feel mm-hmm. sad for you for this when you forgave for, for Nixon Fours when that was actually worse? She had your kids and everybody believed you were dead and you pretty much forgave her one second. But SEC, it's the end of the world. We get a divorce and we're not going to even have a conversation, but you could come right. by and Ava all the time about this. Yeah, uh-huh. funny. Okay. And, this, and, and this is why I don't. And I don't use this word often because I feel like it's overused. But this is just straight up agenda. Like it literally makes no sense why Sonny and Nina have not had a scene together discussing the failures of their marriage or Nina trying to fix things with Sonny in the past two months. But he's been with scenes with Ava as his number one screen partner for the past two months. Also, I love how they mentioned Olivia Jerome killing Morgan, but not what Ava did to, for some, yeah, to leave yeah. Morgan to his untimely yeah, demise. Yeah, I just find that a little so strange. I, it's, it's almost like uh-huh. they just so, think we're supposed to remember that. They're purposely, they're, purposely, they're purposely omitting this and having Carly have that reaction to Olivia Jerome so fans can forget what what led up to his death? Is Ava totally responsible? No. But she did change his meds and have him go off the deep end and have and, a have a manic episode. Right. And that but but that's the reason for that, Jay, is so that when they have Ava and Sonny screw, they think some of the fans won't well A the ones who saw it will forget or B, God forbid let the new fans know because you you know something? You are all nicer than me. She's a good part responsible as to why Morgan is dead. Dead and not not even just the dead, she she gaslit him for probably weeks in that we saw. But of course we can't have yep. that mentioned because then you'd have to say, How can listen, I understand Sonny doesn't want the lady dead because they share a child, but what is this black and white bullshit on Folks, there's a middle ground. 
okay, I'm not going to put a bullet in you and kill you. But how, like you said to you, how is this his only confidant in two months? You actually have to forget what she did to Morgan to even make it palatable, and I don't. And suddenly yeah, Brooklyn is not, yeah. not Brooklyn. What's her? Hey, Hang on. One second. One second. Hey. So, so su- suddenly, you know, uh, uh, they did this whole big thing about um, what's her name? Lois being back and Sonny's bestie. And yet they don't share things together to discuss his issues. And that's just, that's my only issue with the storyline is that, ha- like, just like Bold, it has to make sense. Now, if you had Ava and Sonny discuss that scene, where Ava passionately apologizes for what she did to Morgan and admit the reason why she did it was because she was jealous of her daughter and that Morgan chose her and had her have some accountability of what happened and that they are moving forward to, together as co-parents and one day could be friends, then I can accept that. But the fact that you guys took the easy way out and omitted that from the story completely and have Mom Smith over there have a breakdown over Olivia Jerome, that's my problem. If you're going to do it, do it all the way and let the fans decide if they can, if they can accept Sonny Ava. Me personally, I will never accept Sonny Ava, but there may be fans out there that may be in, interested, even though what happened with the Sonny and Ava, we've watched soap operas for 40 years, 50 years. So we have seen couples who have come <laughs> We have seen couples who have who have uh have done horrible things to each other okay, and end up living happily ever after. So we don't need to the, have the actual writing for it. <clears throat> I think the only reason they don't have them confiding in Lois right now is because this is a lot of the stuff is mob related. He's not gonna confide in Lois. He's not gonna talk to Lois about people trying to take him out you know, and who might be taking him out and all the ins and outs of the mob. He might, you know, confide in her that, yeah, someone tried to kill me, but he's not going to drag her into that. When he knows that Ava can, Ava came from that world to some degree, although she wasn't like the big, huge mobster that everyone thinks she was. But, like, I think that's why. But, yeah, I agree. I don't really, I I was kind of like, well, you're going to mention what she did, right? I mean, I'm a huge Ava fan. I'll forgive Ava of just about anything, but I still think they need to talk about it, for Christ's sake. Hey, uh, Sam, yep. meet Duran. He's my regular on my spaces. Hi, Duran. Hi. Hi, Duran. Hey. Hi. Hey. You know, you know Kim, Tia, Daphne, and Jay already, but... um. Uh, do you have an opinion on Sonny Daphne Ava? Daphne is the one that's going to ask you. Mm-hmm. Not that Devon and Daphne didn't go no. on the topic, I believe. I'm just looking forward to more mob stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sam Daron's going to blowing up. <laughs> Listen, Bo didn't take a page out of there. Because Bo been boring. It's like watching paint dry. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't watch Bold, so I haven't watched Paint Dry in a while. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I'm okay with the monsters. I never was a huge fan, but it's okay as long as something interesting happens. And uh, I like seeing Selena. Um, I hope they don't take her down. I hope she doesn't die. Daphne might cry. 
That's so funny. Like, she couldn't get a man to talk. But all Sonny had to do was give him that face and raise his voice. And he was like, what you want to know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think um, that's all Sonny ever has to do, really. He never really has to shoot anyone except, well, except Dante. Um <laughs> People forgive people for things. You know, Dante forgave him for shooting him in the chest. So, you know, it's the world of soap operas. People, people can forgive. People will forgive just about anything if they want to have sex with someone. So. No, he, no, he shot a lot of people by accident. Like He shot Dante. He shot Carly in the head. He shot Robin. <laughs> when he meant to shoot Jax. He's a bad <laughs> shot. No, no, no. He no, the, with the, with the, no, he wasn't a bad shot with Dante. He wanted to shoot Dante. No, no, he, he shot him right son. in the chest. I don't even know how Dante lived. Yeah. But. And the and the and the Chew and Carly was shot it went through. Here comes Mama Leone. It went, I think it went I think the bullet went through Lorenzo and hit her in the head. Like he hit his target, it just kept going. And it went Robin, that was the only time where he like it accidentally went off and he shot Robin instead of um, Jax. I don't know why Jax ran there. That was a that was a bitch move. I don't know why Jax ran there. He could have ran anywhere, but you ran where Robin was at, and she had a kid there. Like, why would you do that? You know how Sonny is. Even if he was wrong for for going over there, guns are blazing. Why would you even run there? All the pieces you can run. You a billionaire. All the pieces you can run. You ran there where she got a kid at. No way he's chasing after you. You just well, want to rob the protection. You throw, you throw a robber. Yeah. <laughs> Stop Sonny. Stop Sonny. What's <laughs> your big, big chance? Well, and back to what uh, we were talking about earlier, Daphne, or not Daphne, sorry. Tia said something about, yeah, uh, this divorce between Nina and Sonny. I think he gets the coward of the month because, like, yeah. Amen. Uh, he, he, and then he's like, no, Diane, you should take her the papers because I don't trust anyone else to take her the papers. I mean, why can't someone, just some person, just take her the papers? Why it got to be Diane? Why does she got to be on my screen again, for one thing? <sighs> for two no, but things. Like, no, I like Diane. Less and less no, every time I see her. I was saying, he, it's obvious, like... She tried to talk to him one time. He slammed the door in her face. Then another time when he went to the rental court, she tried to talk to him. He wasn't trying to talk to her. He don't want to talk to her. It's, but, but to he, me, the, they no, both I'm know sorry. what the problem I, I, is. It's not like it's they stupid. are oblivious that, to what the problem me, is. This is, no, is yeah. giving it to me. I'm no sorry. More. This is, no, but no, 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 that's not a truth. No, to me, did, I mean, you, you get in the right well, of course. Because you, can't, you cannot have Sonny be this frustrated over something that wasn't even an attack against him. But let him forgive her easily. Right. No, it, it was a No, no, wait, hold on, no. That impacted his whole family. Or, what Nina did, what is, is, okay, is bad. She snitched. That doesn't break in the top a thousand stuff in GH history. It, no, it doesn't it make no sense. Which and which. Right. No, no, it's like, and I, and I could say, we, all of us could say this. 
Do I agree with Nina Tellen? No, I don't. I think we all know the agenda is there, but the, this is the issue with these storylines. It's the same thing I said with Michael. When Michael went after Nina, and when he went, when he said, "Sonny, you, I don't care for you no more." What did I say in this podcast, Michael? You cannot be upset with your father when you forgave this man for killing. Once you forgive him from killing AJ, there's nothing else Sonny could do at this point, unless he kills Carly. There's literally nothing he can do where you can't look the other way. You got to say, "Well, man, dad." You chose Nina. So you chose her, him choosing Nina. You want to take out the mob. See, that doesn't, that doesn't make sense. These writers, you can't have it both ways. You can't make him forgive exactly. destroying you. But you go, but, but with SEC, I draw the line to the point I can't talk to you. That that doesn't make any, that actually is no, it's no and, logical sense. And, and let's be honest, one more thing. Let's say this, okay, let's say he did this. You're willing to give this lady up, and this is the lady you chose everybody over everybody. And I've always said, I do not believe he chose Nina over Carly. But let's move that logic. You chose Nina over Carly, and you're willing to give that lady up in one second. If I'm Nina, I would say, you know what? Bye. Have a good one. It ain't even worth it. That That's me. But go ahead, Jay. Sorry. It, 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 doesn't, it contradicts the past two years of the yes. building of the foundation of Sonny and Nina, which, and, uh, listen, I am not exactly. the biggest Sona fan. Everybody knows I'm not the biggest Nina fan, but I feel like the Sona fans should be outraged that if, if Sonny was going to yeah. file for divorce, he should do it face to face and have a conversation yeah. have a conversation with Nina. What has Sonny ever shied away from confronting somebody who he feels did right. him wrong? It makes literally zero sense for him to send really? Diane over there. And then what really, again, I hate to use the word agenda. Sonny files for divorce, does not tell Nina, sends Diane to give her divorce papers. And when he, she and Diane start arguing, Diane, uh, Nina says, I know you're friends with Carly. That's why you hate me or whatever like that. No, sweetheart. The reason why she's there is because Sonny filed for divorce. Why are they? Why are they moving so away? I mean, moving past Sonny and Nina's uh, the, the marriage. Why are they having Nina the next day of getting divorce papers? She's over there bopping in Carly and Drew's face instead of her bopping in Sonny's face. It literally makes no sense why Sonny and Nina can't even have a conversation to discuss a, 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 a reconciliation or a divorce. Uh, it, it, it makes no logical. It yeah, makes no sense. No, no, <laughs> nobody yeah. can convince me. Nobody can convince yeah. me that it's it's it makes no sense. Sonny's a coward, and he should. Be, and if I was Nina, I'm pretty sure she okay. doesn't need the money. But if there was no, uh, there was no uh, prenup signed, then I would take Sonny for everything he got because at this point. You're not gonna play in my face like that. You're not gonna you're not gonna humiliate exactly. me that way by having your lawyer come and send me divorce papers and you haven't talked to me in two months. Take rock, Sonny. That's ridiculous. Right. Well, I mean, I Nina didn't commit that. a crime. She didn't commit a crime. She was reporting a crime. Yeah, it was a shitty thing to do. But, you know, we all know she hates Carly and Carly hates her, mm-hmm. so there's nothing really, you know, uh, it's always been a very weak rivalry anyways, but mm-hmm. it, it's kind of it's kind of like, you know, 
She didn't murder anyone. She didn't kidnap anyone's children this time. She didn't, um, you know, you know, it's just such a stupid reason for him to divorce her. You know, they could have found a hundred other reasons. But you know what I'm liking out of all this is her pairing up with Valentine again to try to take down uh, (laughs) Drew and Carly. Like, it is it is so nice to see them together again that I'm willing to overlook the stupidity of him serving her with divorce papers. You know, mm-hmm. I, I will mm-hmm. take this as a consolation prize. Well, I'm going to say this. Sonny is over here complaining about y'all think I'm weak. I'm weak. Y'all think I can't do. Yes, Sonny, you are weak. Because you just don't want to confront this head on like the Sonny Corinthos that that we we used to know and love or used to know and hate who would who would have a confrontation with everybody. So that's my whole thing. And I don't know if you guys talked about Carly and Drew, but my whole thing is with this, I actually had was going, Okay, I was feeling a little bit that Carly had grew up a little bit this week. I was actually liking Carly Corinthos or Carly Spencer. Jay, you better write that down because I'm the one over here sitting over here saying Carly having all these attempts for Carly to grow up and to mature has never come to fruition, and we actually got some maturity in Carly this week when she was like, you know, Jay, she said the exact thing you think. We know what we playing tit for tat with Nina. Um, when Nina does something, I strike back. Then Nina strikes back harder. I strike back harder. So whether or not, and, and, I, and I am going to say this, though, I do think that this is a hardcore push for the return of Jason. But I was okay with, with Carly this week when she walked out and everything. And I know people were saying, but she just walked out on Drew. Well, we know who's coming up. Christina so Jackass. Mm-hmm. Because he is being, he is being, he, he is being a jackass. And I actually like Carly telling him, wait a minute, you really, you almost said it. You're in jail because you took the blame for me. And this is why I keep saying, I need a Why are you, yeah. Yeah. Why are you upset? Okay, you got a right to be upset with Nina. Because but Nina why are you antagonizing her? Yeah. yeah. Nina exposed your crime. Nina, now, did she expose your crime? For the goodness of all poor Charles, heck no, she did yeah. not. She did it for a selfish reason. But the, you know what, Drew? You thought, and I keep saying this, you thought you were going to patty cake prison. You thought that you were going to take a plea and you were going to be over there where you could play hopscotch and jack rocks all day. That judge said, no, I'm going to make an example of you. And I hated how they turned that judge crooked all to set Drew you know, right. And then again, I'm going to sit here and say, Drew, you got your tail beat hard down, not because of Nina, because you decided while you were in jail, you were going to help Sonny Corinthos to figure out why certain things was going on. So you should be mad. If you were going to be mad with the fact that you lost time with Scout, that's, that's, you should be mad with yourself for that. You're going to get mad because you got your tail beat, that you need to think, you need to be mad with Sonny, and you need to be bad with Cyrus because Cyrus was the one that wanted to hit for you to be beat, beat up. You know, it probably would have been better if Carly had gone to jail because she probably would have been able to protect herself better than Drew did. And <laughs> she could have probably <laughs> made a lot of people her bitch. You know, like, I, I just feel like she would have fared better in prison than Drew did. <laughs> oh, 
Oh well, hindsight, you know. Well, well, I would be, I would be the long wolf on this. I'd be the only one to defend Drew. Oh, of course. Do I think that. that Drew? Do I think Drew is doing too much after taking over Crimson? Absolutely. Do I think that something's wrong with Drew? He needs some professional help. Absolutely. And for Carly to see it, you know, and, and quit Crimson uh, because he won't stop, I, I, I can understand that. But this whole thing about Drew antagonizing Nina, she is not. They're antagonizing each other. Drew and, Car- Drew and Nina are at war right now. She's doing sneaky things. He's doing sneaky things. So he is not antagonizing Nina. He's not attacking Nina. They're attacking okay. each other, which, which, which they're attacking each other. And Nina is not playing dead over there. She's not in distress. Yeah, but it, what, she's playing, antagonizing someone she's, means you started it. He started antagonizing well, her when he when he made sure she couldn't start her own magazine. So she's like, fuck it. I'm just going to go hardcore now. She was, that, if he had never done anything as revenge, she never would have touched them because and I'm not saying this is the right, I'm not, this isn't like as I'm team Nina or anything. This is because he took her magazine away from her. If he hadn't done that in the first place, hear me out, she would have just let it go because she felt so fucking guilty. But after that, she's like, no, forget it. I don't feel guilty well, anymore. Well, and, 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 and this is where I have to And this is where I have to disagree. Um, yes. I'm not, yes, reporting a crime is not illegal. I get that. Yes, Drew, you know, chose to not send Carly to prison to take the fall for Carly. I get that. But I, in the real world, in reality, and in sub world, there was no way in hell that Drew and Carly was going to stand by and let Nina get away with that. So, unfortunately, no. Drew, got his, Drew got his lick back, and that's where it should end. But no, he this and that's my issue. Drew got his look back against Nina. He took the magazine. That should be the end of it. But he will not stop. And that's my issue with Drew. That's what Carly meant about antagonizing her. That's what antagonizing is. Yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying, but 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 he is antagonizing her. She's just fighting back. Okay, I'm saying that it's just it's just something in that conversation because once he took the magazine from her, he didn't stop. His actual quote was, I, just I am said, going I just to said bury that. her. I'm going to bury I just, her. I, mean, to I me, just said that. You, okay, you do one thing. I do something to you, Jay, and you do something to back to me. To me, for all intents person, we even. But when you keep, when you come along and say, you know what, I'm going to make sure that she loses her vendors. I'm going to make sure that she cannot do another magazine. I'm going to make sure she can't get photographers. She can't get this. She can't get that. Am I supposed to just sit here and twiddle my thumbs, Neil, and just say, okay, well, I know I did that, and I know I get a come up with, but at what point does Drew stop? And that's the problem I'm having. I'm not, I I literally just, I I just said that. I literally just said that, that Drew's taking too far, that he will not stop. All I'm saying is, is that, but after Nina took after uh, Drew took over Crimson and gave it to Carly, Nina vowed revenge on uh, uh, of Carly and Drew, and Drew vowed kept saying, "I'm gonna take Nina down some more." All I'm saying that it is tit for tat. They are antagonizing each other. It is not Carly's not doing it. It's Drew versus Nina now. 
which to me, at what point are we going to just end this? Because from years ago, it started with Carly and Drew, Carly and Nina tit for tat. Now it's moved on to Car- to Drew and Nina tit for tat. Which at w- at one point, what when will it end? Where are we going to? And again, one last thing. Why are you doing anything wrong? If Nina keeps sit there and say, okay, I'm going to twiddle my thumbs, and Drew keeps coming after her, that's the problem that I'm having because when he – I just – I, I agree with that. Here, I, I can sit here all day long and vow destruction to somebody who has done me wrong. But until they start doing stuff to me, I'm supposed to sit here Was it Nina? Wasn't Nina doing some sneaky – wasn't Nina doing sneaky stuff about Crimson okay. after she was fired? I, I, I need y'all – correct me if I'm wrong, but to me, from what I remember and from what I watched – Drew came in and he took Crimson. Drew was not satisfied that he took Crimson. Nina vowed, Drew vowed, I'm going to take you down. Nina vowed, well, I'm going to take you down further. Then, of course, Nina didn't do anything at that point. Then Drew said he was going to help. I'm going to make sure she doesn't open up another magazine. So I'm going to make sure I, we have no competition. Was it? But was it? But wait a minute. Was it? Wasn't Was it? Okay. We could discuss it off, but wasn't her getting a magazine and trying to steal Crimson's uh, investors and stuff, t- uh, going after Drew and stuff? She tried to she tried to steal the investors of Crimson, and she tried to start her own magazine. And that and when Drew and when Drew found out, he put a stop to that. All I'm saying, and so yeah, it is tit for tat. How is that going against Drew? If I said, you know what, you fire me. And I'm going to start my own. That's okay. That's fine. You fire the, me. It was, I'm going to start my own magazine. How is that? How is that antagonizing Drew? Because that's because that is antagonizing Drew. It is antagonizing Drew when Drew took he unfairly got Nina away from Crimson, and her reaction was, "I'm going to start my own magazine and to rival Crimson. I'm going to steal all the people involved with Crimson." Now, I'm not saying that Drew was right. I am not defending Drew at all. Please understand that. I'm just saying that it's been tit and tit for tat between Drew and Nina, and I'm tired of it. I'm, I'm tired of it. Oh, also, it makes no sense. You're tired of it. And it's like it's going to end anytime soon. And that's what I'm saying. It should end because we've been doing it for four years now. Nina versus Carl is tit for tat. Now okay. Nina versus Drew tit for tat. We, also, why is one more thing? If Nina, okay. Instead of Nina focusing on Drew getting her revenge on uh, Drew and Carly, which she should, whatever, I just find it just doesn't make sense that her energy should not be trying to save her marriage, which is, just makes no sense whatsoever. That's my issue. She's put so much effort into getting back with Nina, getting back in Carly and Drew, but we've seen no effort in trying to fix her marriage. All of this well, just makes no fair, sense to me. It's stupid. To be fair, she can't fix a marriage with an asshole that won't talk to her. Well, that, well, that, right. well that's true. I mean, I can't deny. Well, well, uh, well, got me there. That is true. He's he's refusing to even have a conversation <laughs> with her, which does not make she sense whatsoever. She tried, and you got she got the door. And I don't even care. They slammed the door in her face. But I get, I can't even say this is on her because here's the thing. Maybe she could have a conversation if he had the balls to come to her. But he's a pussy. Yeah, well, he's that's sending true. his lawyer. Well, that's and, and true. Way, I mean, I can't, I can't argue with that. Said, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't argue with that. Nina, but they're all idiots. Yeah, yeah they are. Everybody's doing too much. We may have some issues that she can't commit and say she loves you to Thomas. 
But she did do a one on one when she when no, I'm just saying she did I do a one on one leader. Well, no, I'm just I'm just saying she did. I'm just saying Hope did a one up on Liam. Okay. Liam was talking about divorce, and she all of a sudden brought those divorce papers out. So I'm just saying at least Hope confronted. Liam and Hope had a confrontation, and the Hope just like, here, you're talking about divorce? Here's the divorce papers. Sonny couldn't even do that. Sonny had to go over there and play the coward's way out and say, um, he didn't even want to process the over. He, didn't want, he, he wanted Diane to serve the papers personally. And I'm like, and I agree with Diane. You put me in the middle of that. Why, why would you put me in the middle of this for me to serve these papers? Please, like she's been opposed to serving papers before, please. I know, but Nicholas, the thing is, I'm an attorney, but I'm just saying, if I'm an attorney, I can't tell you what attorneys will actually serve their own paperwork. That's what they have other people to do to serve their own paperwork. It just makes Sian, it just makes Sian look weak, and it makes him seem childish. And I, this is not the Sonny that I know him to be. I know Sonny is a dirt bag, but at least it's a dirt bag to your face. He's not hiding behind a locked door in Diane. Oh God, your hospital. Let these new writers come in and, and do some work to Sonny. I love I, I, I like my boss Sonny. I like Cutthroat Sonny, but he has some nuances to Sonny that's not there right now. And when he does have those moments, he's having them with Ava. Like so so uh that's a, it. Don't make no sense. I, it doesn't make any logical sense whatsoever how this storyline is unraveling, which is why I think they're about to do Drew and Nina because at least they're having some passionate confrontations. Yeah. Instead of her yep, having a passionate yep. conversation with her husband, she's having it with Drew. So when they have their when that hate sex, hate sex 2024 is coming with Drew with Drew and Nina, you just wait. I've already called it. Okay. Can I um, move on to another topic now? Yeah. Thank you. Um, so we have also had this week with um, uh, Christina. Uh, she's finally starting to dawn. It's dawning on her that she's having a baby all of a sudden. And when they heard the heartbeat, and I think she, this is the this is the time we should start looking for her to start getting a little um, broody, maybe. Um, she knows in her brain that this child is going to her sister and TJ and is TJ's child. But um, I'm wondering how long it's going to be before she starts wanting to keep that baby. And her and Blaze had had uh, sex for the first time this week. Blaze says she's going to open up, or Allie, as they're calling her. Allie, Blaze is going to finally come out to her mother when her mother comes to visit. So we'll see what happens with that. I kind of like this. It's kind of a nice little relationship. We'll see where it goes. But um, it's kind of nice to see Christina happy. Um, We'll see how long that lasts, though. Anybody else have any opinions? Um, I do. I can't believe. I'm going to I'm going to go real quick. I cannot believe we still see in the word storyline on this show and TJ and Molly. Um, I'm going to need, uh, what is it, Patrick and Court, please just come in this show and say we're going to end this storyline today. I, I just, come on. I know Court is a script writer, but she can't, she's not over the head writer. 
I just need the storyline to end. This storyline was terrible even before we knew what was happening when Lexi was still in the row. That's how bad this storyline is. Before the storyline happened, we all knew it would be bad. And it's predictable. Who didn't know she would think the kid is hers? Like, everything about this storyline is predictable and terrible. Christina, Blaze, I'm sorry. I don't care for the couple at all. But I guess it's nice they have a... They had a great love scene, I guess, but I don't care for the couple at all. Then again, I don't think I've shipped Christina with anybody thus far, so, yeah. I thought the six, listen, I, I am a fan of Christina and Blaze with the little bit of character. I mean, a couple development we've gotten, we've gotten some scraps, but I was pleasantly surprised with the chemistry and the sex scene. But then I remember that Christina's pregnant and it ruins, ruins it all. I am not going to invest in a couple that went that that's involved in the circus storyline. Like to me, it it is going to overshadow Christina and Blaze. I can care. They can they could have cast Sophia, the one from Modern Family, as her mom. I would care less. I love I love the actress coming on as her mother, but I can care less because Christina is pregnant. Like they have ruined this potential of the couple by having Christina be pregnant with her sister and brother-in-law's baby, and they're already starting this uh, this, this emotional connection already. Like, it, it, normally we wait, you know, a few months until she's not showing and feeling the baby kicked, but she's already starting this bullshit that is her baby. I have, uh, what's her name, has been playing Christina for, Kate when did she start? Oh, are you? Okay, man, so we should start last year? Like, like what? Yeah, we what, the, in February for you. Yeah, she, she started like spring of last year, and they have wasted her talent. And just when she's actually, in my opinion, has the potential for a, a nice, nice, you know, lesbian relationship, they, they, they ruin it with this dreaded pregnancy storyline that's been going on for two years now. Like, I... It is. I agree with you. It's the worst story on this show. First, you had 15 mollies, and then you had, you know, oh, I, I want a baby. I don't want a baby. I want to get a surrogate. Who's gonna, and we all knew from the beginning of the storyline that it was going to be Christina, and they waited a whole year for Christina to agree to it. I, I agree with you. Let's end this foolishness like Bon Vipa does. Just drop the damn story and, and, and move on. Well, I mean, like, she's, just, she's already... She's already in her second trimester, they're really zooming through this. So I think um, they said six months. So probably in about three months, she'll have that baby. So mm-hmm. Maybe it'll be over. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I don't mind the storyline so much, to be honest. I think I just still have a lot of trouble, and it's no fault of the actors. They're good actors. It's just still so jarring for me <laughs> to really kind of focus in on who we're actually, who the characters actually are sometimes. But, you know, that's, that's a me thing, not a everybody thing. So, um, Anyone else have well, any we comments? Already, we already seen it where, ever, where she's becoming attached. We already see where TJ and Molly are kind of becoming a little bit controlling. So we're, mm-hmm. how much you want to bet, every time you turn around, Molly's going to be there. You can't do this. You don't do that. 
blah, 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 that's my baby, do the da-da-da-da, this to do, whatever the dance is going to be. And I'm like, I'm not sure I'm here for all of that, but this whole storyline and things, so I, I don't know. I, I, I've lost interest in Christina and Blaze as a couple, and don't nobody come after me for that because I feel like you wasted so much time in between when you could have legitimately put them as a couple. I feel like it's like if you start a story, you pause it, 18 months later, you're like, oh, we forgot about this. Let's go back and readdress this. And my attention span is gone from that. So, yeah, we'll see how it does. Um, yeah, I, I agree mostly with it, what you guys are saying, except that I don't mind the storyline and I don't, and I like them as a couple. I think possibly at some of the answers, Blaze, some of the way Blaze was comforting or talking to, to um, Christina kind of, I was thinking maybe she's going to be like, maybe we should keep this baby. <laughs> I don't know, somewhere down the road, but it's just kind of the, the vibe I got. But I'm more, I'm more interested with, uh, honestly, I'm less interested in the surrogate storyline. But, you know, I hope Molly and TJ don't find out she had sex. They might think that that's bad for the baby. So, <laughs> a couple other things that happened this week, um, just briefly, because they're not really big plots or anything, I guess. Um, Marshall found out that he probably never was schizophrenic after all, and he was a little... Huh. It was having a little bit of a roller coaster ride in his mind about that. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't blame him. If I found out I was misdiagnosed, you know, all those years ago, I'd be pretty upset too. But, but that, eh, that's neither here nor there because it's not really a main story or anything. Um, let's see, what else happened this week? Sam and Danny, oh. those scenes about because I have a comment. Danny. Yeah, Danny had been drinking, sneaking out, <laughs> teenager stuff, you know. And Sam, Sam talked to her mom, and she talked to Liz, and she took Danny to the bridge so he could feel closer to her, her his father. I was kind of like, well, you know, he does have a brother he could be talking to, and I know they hang out together, so why wasn't that mentioned? They both lost the same father, so. You know, and I know they hang out because we saw them at Halloween, right? Um, yeah, I have a okay. I, I do have a comment on this one, and, and it's, it's very different from Carrie's rant. Um, my rant here is that Jay, I understand Jason is returning, but my goodness, how heavy-handed do you need to be? I, I knew this would happen because they literally did it the last time he was returning. The second he returned, everybody in town, everybody like, man, you know, Drew is acting very different. I said, yeah, because we know Steve Burton is coming. Of course, Drew is acting different now. He ain't act different the first one, one uh, year and a half, but of course, he acting different once we know Burton is returning. So now, all of a sudden, <laughs> this dude has some emotional problems. Oh, I miss my dad. You know what? If you miss your dad, maybe I should have heard seeing you, Danny, a year ago talking about dad. Maybe I should have seen you five months talking about dad, but I didn't get to see that. And this is a, 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 a you know, this will be a dab at these writers here. Because just because an actor leave a show, that does not mean you don't, that, that doesn't give you a license to write bad. Because when Jason died, the only character I felt they focused so much on was Carly Payne. And it's not a slam at Carly, but they didn't even focus to me much on Sonny's pain. It was mostly about Carly and about when you do that, when you get stories lines like this, 
Then it literally comes out of nowhere. When Jason died, we should have seen how Jake was struggling during this since he was by his side during the whole, I don't believe he killed, wait, wait, he didn't believe that he killed a Franco thing. Yeah, he was by his side during that. We should have seen him saying, man, I lost Drew as a father. I lost Jason as a father. I lost Franco. Wouldn't it have been nice to see that on screen? And then when Jason come back, we like, oh, man, we feel his pain. We've seen the struggle he was going with on screen. But when then we would have had to have seen the character on the screen. Like, that's yeah, yeah, yes, we've heard yeah, that, those that, things. That is, we've heard those things are true from Elizabeth or other people, <laughs> but we've never, ever seen it because they don't bring these kids on enough. And that's my thing with Danny. So for me, these were some nice scenes with Danny, but I'm like, we only seeing it because Jason is going to return next in two weeks. So now I'm supposed to believe this whole time he's been struggling. Well, I didn't want to say it because Dante was there. Stop this. Then, then the worst line of it all is when he said, well, I remember when Sam and Drew was grieving together. When was this? Because she was with Dante. Was She slept with Dante the day that she found out Jason does. So when was when was Sam and Drew no, no, no. grieving together? About yeah. Jason? Why did I, I don't, he didn't I say they were grieving that. together? He said they were both grieving. They were both upset. No. Not, he didn't say they, they, they were together. Okay, you know, I would say not to me. Well, the line well, still doesn't make sense. Well, hold on, wait, hold on. The line still doesn't make sense. I interpreted it that way. That doesn't make sense. That's not how I interpreted it. But I'm gonna say me before you go. For me, I'm gonna just say me before I'm gonna finish off. The line doesn't make sense to me because Drew wasn't grieving all that much. So, so that line is straight up a lie. Well, no, but nobody really was. Britt was, was grieving more than Britt was grieving. Yes, she was. Britt and Carly were grieving Britt more than anyone else. Was grieving. So to me, this storyline <laughs> to me is just I, I can't. I know Jason is returning, but then my last issue is someone else to go. This bridge. I'm sorry, I said it to everyone else because everyone else, not me. Vince hit when Carly was on that bridge when they were going to get married. Everybody said, "How can Carly be on the bridge?" I find it more egregious that Sam is on the bridge. I looked, I turned my head, and I see the bridge. I had to go closer to the TV and say, wait a minute, is that the bridge? I, I cannot believe I see Sam on that bridge for what? I would have, no, I'm so, no she, I don't understand. She, she should not be on this. This is Jason and Robin's bridge. What is she on there for? Oh, who cares? I think the point is that everybody, no, I think the point is that everybody knows that's his bridge. Rob doesn't use that bridge anymore. Wait a minute, hold on. You can like, you can be okay with it. I'm personally not. That's why I'm going. Now. You can no, no, no. But me, I do. It, it, me, it's everybody. It's not. It's the same thing. I had an issue okay. with everyone doing it. And my issue I, I here just is know everybody said, shows up on that damn bridge. That's actually not the truth. So wait, wait, no, but, but, hold on. Sam, so Sam does I want to finish. Wait, hold on. But I want to finish my point. I, I don't mean to be. I just want to finish my point here. For me, I have an issue with it. I don't care who don't, doesn't agree That's with fine. it. That's fine. You can have an issue with it. I'm not saying you can't. I was just trying to say. I'll finish. Can I just finish? Whatever. I don't Thank you. I just want to so, okay, so for me, I have an issue with the scene because you have her saying stupid dialogue where I think of Jason here. Well, if you think of him here, maybe I should have seen scenes beforehand. So I'm slamming the writing team because you're writing this out of nowhere. I don't remember her thinking about Jason when she's on this bridge because it it really happened. So that's my issue. It's, it's not the bridge. Oh, I, I find God. it more believable if Carly is on the okay, bridge. Okay, 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 okay. I understand. I understand. I, I, I don't understand how much of a debate. We just have a, a difference of opinion, but if I can't just complete it. So I, okay, all right. No, 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 Somebody I'm just saying I understand. I understand what you mean now. I didn't understand what you meant before. So, so I'm just saying in general, I think the writers did a bad I job. I think everyone, 
everyone is right with that stupid bridge. I wish they just blew, blew the stupid bridge up already then. Because yes. every, every time they, they show somebody on that bridge, Here's people complain about it. Bridge, well, here, no, I, I don't care I, about I, the I bridge. Well, well, Sorry, well, go ahead. It's not, it's, it's, the, bridge is, it's, the bridge is a symbol, and I'm going to tell you why. If you want to talk about, because first of all, I'm going to back up a minute. It, the, the, the issue with the bridge is if you want to give me some bullshit lines for Danny and Sam, go on the roof of the penthouse, which to me, that means something to Jason and Sam by their boy, by their kid. So put them where it's, it's applicable to them. I understand it's Robin Bridge, but I can also tell you he was with Liz having t- scenes about Robin. The problem mm-hmm. I do have is people may not have an issue with the bridge. This the, the problem is the lady was never once on that bridge. Uh, we can debate all day long whose bridge it is and isn't. Why don't you put them at the roof of her penthouse where they live, number one. But number two, I'm going to back up a minute. I, and I'm, I'm going to say a lot less motherfuckers than I did on my spaces because we're on a recorded line, but these MFs had Sam talk to Elizabeth about Danny missing his father, and someone needs to give me a reasonable explanation why Elizabeth Weber did not turn and say, I know Jake goes through his issues missing his father from time to time, too. It's literally indefensible, and I know exactly what the agenda is because it's been that way the entire time. Under no circumstances should I have watched that scene when they're talking about Jason and Danny Spain that Elizabeth wasn't allowed to say out of her mouth, Jake deals. Jake has his, his rough moments, too, missing Jason. That is ridiculous. I am tired of them minimizing Jake in his life. It's BS. No, I don't disagree with that at all. And that was why I thought, oh, these scenes are going to be good, because that's why I said he has a brother. Danny has an older brother he can go and talk to about their dad. You know, if we know they hang out together. We know they're, they're mm-hmm. as close as we can tell from whatever scenes we see. So why don't they talk about that, too? Like, it's just such a no-brainer that, yeah, it's... It should have been, it you know, I might been not Jake give and Danny. I don't give two shits about anybody being on a bridge, but I do care about Jake not getting a mention mm-hmm. when he has a... You know, these two should be brothers, Awkward. you know? Not just two, like, running uh, around and after Charlotte and whoever I the th- other girl was. I, I think... Well, I agree with everyone on this. I'm not as angry about it, but I do agree that the scenes are too heavy-handed and I feel like that having Sam on that bridge, to me personally, that listen, I, I find the bridge hilarious because I say that, you know, this is where Jason <laughs> takes all his holes. It's funny to me. This is where Jason has these emotional moments with all his women, uh, but I, I found it just odd that Sam to be on a bridge, that specific bridge with Daddy. And I felt like if they were going to have the bridge thing, why not have Jake and Danny on the bridge talking mm-hmm. about this father? To me, that would have had a bit of a bigger emotional impact because we've heard for years that Jason don't care about his kids and then be all that stuff. So to have his son say, "Hey, I miss," yes, they could have Danny say, "Danny and Jake say, I miss Dad too." It's not fair and stuff like that. We barely got. And I'm tired with him last time. And just have that emotional scene with two brothers. And then their father comes back. And they finally get, they get their wishes that their daddy is back. 
that's a bigger emotional mm-hmm. moment than have Sam there. And to have Sam and Liv have the conversation without mixing Jake is my earlier point about the writing. It just, I can accept well, foolishness. I mean, but at least when that's a, at least when it makes sense that Liz is, is counseling Sam on her issues with, with Danny missing his father, which is out of nowhere. But it's not mentioned mm-hmm. the fact that Jason. So if I'm a new viewer watching the show, I wouldn't have known that Liz also has to, that they both had to save that and, daddy. And as the resident liaison fan, if Sam had this conversation with one of the Davis girls, like Tia, I agree, it's all contrived bullshit, all of a sudden it's about Danny. But if she was at her penthouse with her mothers and her sisters, Kerry would be doing this right now. But I find it mother, and I'm sorry, for, it's motherfucking egregious, and I will call it agenda. And I'm tired of the show trying to wipe out a 25-year history that predates, and again, the bridge. I'll call it Robin and Jason's bridge, but I can pull out receipts of receipts where Liz was on that bridge as recently as 2012 with Jason about Jake, and I couldn't find one with, with old Clopper over there. Put them in a Chinese restaurant and put them on top of their roof. How the fuck does Liz not mention Jake's name? It's ridiculous. Well, she did only mention his name. She only mentioned his name once, but it had nothing to do with Jason. Fucking ridiculous. Well, you know, it's the same thing. They never mention, they hardly ever mention who any of her children's fathers are, so why would they start with just one of them? I mean, we never hear about Lucky, like, well, we do. Oh, Lucky had a Mm -hmm. Zoom call with me, but never again. We never hear anything else. Nothing. We know he's Laura's grandson. We know he's we know he's Laura's grandson, but they never explain how. What if you're a new viewer? They, you're like, they, oh. And they never, they never went on with the Aiden storyline. So I get the frustration with this, and all I can say is that I hope these new everybody knows I'm King Charlie all day, every day. But when Jason comes back, we need these beats. You started it yeah. with Danny. You got to finish it. You cannot have Jason come back and suddenly Danny's like, oh, hey, Dad. But I need them to have those emotional moments. I Hopefully, well, I, I'm hoping with the writer's change that we're going to get some more of the Danny and Jake relationship because, honestly, just saying that Danny and Jake are close is not good enough for me. Especially with no. you know Jake and Danny being fifteen, sixteen years old, we need a we you know a, uh, we had Charlotte over there pulling shenanigans for six months. I would have loved to see more uh, of that dynamic now. So, GH, you have a chance to fix it. It's not it's not over yet. We still we just started. They have a chance to repair this. But I just, I just, I, I get what everyone is saying. And when you are dealing with the character well, of Jason, yeah. Let me, let me. I say Jason I say, is one. What? They have to, they have to utilize his fucking children, both of them. I don't care who the mm-hmm. mothers are. They got to utilize both his fucking children. If they don't, then what's the whole point of them ever having any damn children? Well, and, and they don't Sam, make can I add it on? makes interesting story. And, and interesting, Liz just, actually has Liz actually has more story right now than Sam does. She we might hate it, 
I mean, I think it's stupid. She does. But she actually has more story than Sam doesn't do anything. Sam's just hanging out with Dante on the couch. She's just throwing axes at a mm-hmm. board. She's just talking to her mom. Like, she doesn't really it's, have anything. It's this is the first. This is the first spark of a storyline she's had. Liz at least has Mm -hmm. that fucking Finn bullshit going on, and she's in scenes because she's at the hospital all the time. But this is, like, so why isn't Elizabeth's son mentioned more heavily? Uh, I agree with you, Carrie. I'm not not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying I hate Liz's storyline right now. Let me back back up a minute, Sam, because organically, again, Right there in that sentence, and let me back up a couple of weeks ago, apparently, or several months, whatever. Jake, apparently, I'm told on two separate occasions minimum, Jake had an issue with guns, with the shit that went down with Charlotte. I don't know. I didn't see it, but I was told. I'm sure you remember yeah. seeing that Jake had an issue with guns. Explain to me again just how organically it doesn't fall out of Elizabeth's mouth what Jake's daddy does with the guns. And you don't want me to think there's a fucking agenda. You act, when it comes to Jason and Liz and Jake, well, when things are organic, yeah. you actually have to work to ignore it. Because how does Liz not say, Jake not say, I know my dad used guns, but I don't want nothing to do it. And Jace, Liz could have said, you know, your dad was more than what he did for a living, blah, blah, blah. Organic. Uh, listen, I don't need chapter and verse, but when you don't use things that are right there, I'm left with one explanation, and I know what it is. And the only explanation, well, I won't even get into it because it'll start an argument, but like, I just think it's like Liz had every right to bring up her child, but she was just in there being more like, I'm listening, I'm listening, and which mm-hmm. is fair because sometimes there has to be one person listening and one person complaining in a scene. But I just feel like she could have said, well, why don't you have Danny come over to our house, you know, and hang out with his brother, or maybe we should get the boys together more often. You know, maybe we should take the boys to the bridge together. I don't know. But, you know, like just something that just kind of indicated that they had that connection. Because they didn't even make it that Liz and, Liz and um, Sam had any connection at all. Why is Sam talking to Liz? Oh, yeah, because they both were with Jason. They both have sons with Jason. They didn't even go that far with it. Oh, and let me get... They just... They, 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 they failed. Oh, and and, and let, me, let me put the cherry on the Sunday. Only Danny likes motorcycles. What about Jake? I surely remember him as a four-year-old holding a motorcycle in his hand from his daddy before replacement kid was ever thought of. Well, that's what's crazy. I would say that Poor I Danny. actually like Dan- I would say I actually like Danny. I just wish they weren't. Oh, I have no problem with Danny. Heavy-handed with it. That, yeah, I do too. I just yeah. wish that, like what you all, what both of you said. Probably they should have just mentioned Jake because I don't want Danny to be hated over this. Like, I, like I no. don't hate the kid. I just it's just unfortunate. To, let's hope the writers change. That's what I think. I mean, you can't hate if you love the character of Jason. It's just to me, you can't hate his children, even if you don't like the mother. I mean, it's not Danny's fault oh, if you don't uh, like uh, his no, mother. No, no, no. Let me be very clear. <laughs> Let me be very clear for those who don't know. I heard it right from the source's mouth that Danny Jake was killed to facilitate Danny. Luckily, they wanted to redeem Luke or Jake. Well, no, I I was around back then. I remember. (laughs) Jake died to facilitate the JCM baby. So it goes way deep for me. But, yeah, uh, because, again, I think... But that's not Danny's fault as a character. That's the writer's fault at the time. Well, I don't have to like the character, but, but here's the difference, Sam. Everybody here can tell you, Tia, I've been quiet. I haven't said word one for the better part of two years about Sam and Danny, correct? But this fucking shit put me over the edge because it's a clear agenda towards one mother and child. 
I was been quiet up until the other day. Not said word one about that kid. I I know what the fuck. Well, I, 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 I also I also I also like Danny, and I think that if, if we just get equal stuff with Jake, I think they had the stuff with Jake and Charlotte, but they dropped that after she got shot. Like I just think it's, <laughs> it's a wireless issue, and and now she's got to do a thousand. A thousand hours of community service. How much is a thousand hours? They had Jake. They had Jake and Charlotte go on a first date and stuff like that. So they, they Jake has it on screen, but it's just not consistent. Well, Jake and it's not consistent at all. Why? Well, it's not consistent with any of those consistent. kids. I was gonna say yeah. to help you out. The Jake stuff only, for my memory, only happened when the scab writers was on. So that could be yeah. why, which is actually worse because that means Chris and Dan, yeah. <laughs> he only returned when a scab writer was my parents? Huh? I Wait, think that man? proves my point. That actually kind of does, yeah, because he hasn't been on since. But if the spoiler is, yeah, but if the spoiler is that, is that we think Jason's going to show up at Liz's house, maybe things are going to, but then I don't want her looking like the bad guy again, but then, you know, there's old Finn to contend with too, so. Oh, shit. What a mess that is. Anyway, um, I digress, but, (laughs) you know, I'm always Team Liz. It doesn't matter what I am. I'm always Team Liz, but I really don't dislike Danny or Sam. Because I like Sam and Dante, and I don't want to see that ruined for Jason. Because she left Jason. She even said, I left Jason, you know, because it was too dangerous. You know, and and you can't have her go back on that now. It would just be stupid when she's got a perfectly good uh, Dante around, so. Well, Sam, um, since I actually have the spoiler, the spoiler is actually, here it is. A little while into the new year, Elizabeth will be stunned when a present from her past ends up on her doorstep needing her assistance. That's the only spoiler that has not aired. Unless they completely erase the spoilers that this ain't happening no more, we have no clue who this person is. With, that, with the writers changing, are we still on the Chris and Dan stuff right now? Or I don't I, know. I believe so. Yep. Uh, it is going to end soon. So that's I don't know exactly the, the end day of their right? I laughed when they brought up the Pine Barrens. That was hilarious. I died. I was like, Pine you have, a, have you ever seen the Pine? This, is this the first time we've seen the Pine Barrens? <laughs> I don't know. I thought they only no, talked about the Pine Barrens on the Sopranos or something. But no, every time look, I never get, I never forget the, when 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 Carly and uh, Jason got to one time. She mentioned all the dead bodies of the Pine Barrens. I say this. I say this is the first time we actually saw the Pine Barrens. Like, uh, that, I laughed out loud that they, oh, I'm thinking to the Pine Barrens. I'm like, hilarious. They got about. They got the whole. The Pine Barrens is, is is covered with dead bodies over the past what thirty years of funny being a mob. Mm-hmm. Funny being a mob. Well, uh, sorry, sorry, Tia, I'll apologize to you on air. I didn't mean to get upset with you. I was just very, I just sometimes feel like the bridge is just over. Everyone always talks about it, and I don't even care about it. And so I'm sorry. I apologize for stepping all over you. And on that it's okay. note. It's okay. Well, I would say, actually, no. And I lastly, okay. oh, oh. Like I said, well, I, I, don't, I think 
my point probably should have been better. I would say the only point I will make, I have a writer's issue, like to me, because only because I've never seen Sam there. So I think if you're going to say it reminds me of Jason being here, then probably we should have seen one Pat scene when you like one thing with Carly, whether we like it or not, at least we've seen her crying on that bridge and then Drew showed up. Like show what scene before yeah. we get to this point. I, That's it, my issue. And, and let's, do, and, yeah, and let's work the show. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was saying oh, that. Was um, uh, you go first. I was saying at least Carly had enough respect to say that it was Robin and Jason's bridge in the beginning <laughs> before she took it over. Uh, <laughs> before that, before well, it became my, Jason and Carly's bridge. Yeah. My knee-jerk <laughs> reaction to the bridge is because whenever you know every, when, he, when people would be like, "Why is Liz on that bridge with Jason?" That's that's Robin and Jason's bridge. I'm like, it's a fucking bridge, and it's Jason's bridge, and he can bring but, any husky he wants onto you, it. But it's funny you say that, Sam, because I just said this because we had Tia and I had this conversation. What I appreciated about Liz and Jason on the beginning, because because I've been in my liaison fields rabbit hole. In 2000, when he brought Liz to the bridge, he gave the viewers that didn't know that they literally talked about the bridge and how it was his and Robin's place. He told Elizabeth that in 2000. Well, this, I but just that doesn't the mean people didn't night. go. But I know, but that, but at the time, people were still like, but that's Rob. Why is he bringing her there? You know, I just, I guess it's just a knee-jerk reaction because I just don't but even like, care. I think it's what Tia said, no. though. If you're going to use that, well, again, again, Listen, of all the places in Port Charles, like we said, Carly, Liz, what, okay, it can be Robin and Jason's Bridge, but at least with Rob, uh, Carly and Liz, I can find many scenes. Sam never put her high boots on that bridge. Just go on the top. No, I'm and serious. I, I don't know. I ain't got time to look on YouTube. I mean, I don't got time to even look on Twitter anymore or whatever it's called. Let me just Take say this. To the top of the... Take her to the top of the penthouse. That's that was his special spot. Yeah, well, that's fair enough. Well, I mean, just I just figured Jason, Jason pops up. Yeah, so I, I just don't like. I just don't want to get. I personally just, except for the Liz shit, I don't try to get too bogged down on things like that because I would never watch the show again. Because there's so many things I see every day that I'm like, no, no. No, you know, and I, then it started to dawn on me today. I'm like, oh, why is it always that fucking uh, bar that, what's the bar, Julian's bar? Um, oh, I always find that weird. Charlie, you mean? Yeah, Charlie's. I'm like, oh, that's oh, right, Char- the other place burned down, right? got exploded, right? And then, and then, like, they're kind of, like, changing, like, the locations, things are happening, and I'm, like, all confused and I don't know. And I've seen enough of Sonny's penthouse recently to last a lifetime. Can we get him out of there? Like, he's always in these dark he hides, he's places. He needs to go out in the sunshine for a bit. He'll feel better. Well, you want me to tell everybody what we expected for soaps this week before we leave? Well, we still got more GH. Um, no, no more GH. I got to go in a few minutes. So. Okay, oh, really well. Quick to everyone. Yeah, um, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I just wanted to say, Mike, I'm sorry, just really quick. My Kim Cares went to Tracy this week. I felt really bad for her. Oh, yeah. Yes. I did, yeah. So she, she got my Kim Cares. Poor Tracy. So. <laughs> I, actually, I actually like Tracy and Gregory. Oh, I don't care if I'm in a minority. I like them. I like them, too. She's got a mess. You think Gregory and Tracy, before there was a Gregory and Tracy, yes, and people were. were telling me 
They were telling me what what was I seeing? What girl you need to go? He know he gonna die. But I've been shipping them for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I like Just, them. I like you know, if Alexis, make... Alexis and Gregory. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. If, if, any, if anyone's gonna make me cry when he dies, it's gonna be Tracy. Absolutely. Yeah, I think they've been trying to be Yeah, I agree. Alexis and Gregory just don't have it. They tried, but nah, they don't. Right, they it. really don't. Uh-uh. They're good friends, and that's it. Yeah. Exactly. I felt so bad for Tracy. I didn't think we would get another love interest for her again, so I'm I, know. I hope he just don't die. die. When he <laughs> Are you afraid? Mm-hmm. I'm kind of afraid he's going to die when he's officiating the wedding. I- I'm just hoping... <laughs> That no, no, happen. they're going to drag it out. Oh, oh, one, one, one last <laughs> thing. I'm sorry. Thank you, Tia, for reminding me. Okay. GH, new writers, Chase and Brooklyn, end it. Yeah. There's nothing there anymore. <laughs> there's oh there's nothing there. Don't waste no time, no money on a wedding dress. You got to rent it. I don't care. No wedding dress, no wedding. This couple sucks. <laughs> Like, they have just sucked the life out of this couple. End it now. I'm sorry. No wedding. Y'all have the money in the budget for no a wedding. wedding don't, no. don't, y'all doing nurses ball soon, too? No. Save some money and not have this wedding. Break this couple up. I'm sick of chasing. I'm, 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 I have uh, to money chase some Brooklyn. I would give a counterpoint, but I don't have time. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like them as a couple much anymore, either. It's not that. Anyway, go ahead. What's going on with the soaps this week? Oh, okay, wait, wait. Before we go, before we go, I got one thing to say because I don't. I know you guys talked about this earlier, but I'm not going to repeat this. But I have got an issue with Laura Weber Spencer Collins, mm-hmm. whatever her freaking name is. Y'all know I've got issues with these hypocritical heroines. You're going to sit over here and force force Cyrus to go undercover and use your family and use. If you want to, if you want to show me you've changed, you need to go undercover and get this information. Uh, Laura, you need to take a seat because we all know that now that he's done this, he's got you some information. You still gonna treat him like crap? Okay, yeah, you know, if you have a snake oil salesman, you have to use him. That's all I gotta say. <clears throat> I agree. Okay. And um, all right. And quick news, real quick. Victoria Rahul, her Twitter account was hacked for a few months. I believe it's back based on the news I heard. Now, what we expecting on folks this week? Days of Our Lives, which probably is 6 a.m. Eastern time on Peacock. Holly awakes from her coma. Will she clear Tate's name? Elon Lani are back into town. We don't know for how long. And who is this Everett guy? Is he Everett Bobby, or or is he a blender of them both? Um, would Sheila and Steffi fight end up deadly? We will find out. Would Chancellor Winters be changed to Abbott? Chancellor Winters, in honor of the Abbott last name, just like Soap Party might be renamed Carrie's Party to honor Carrie. Oh, that's so sweet. After a steamy scene between Christina and Blaze, Blaze's mom is coming into town, and will she finally come out of the closet to her mom? And will Maxie finally decide on what to do Ugh. with Spinelli? And will Nina get Sonny to change his mind about their divorce? And that is this upcoming week on Soap. That's it for us. You know, you notice they never even brought up Maxie and Spinelli because I almost gagged a little bit while I was watching the scene. So. Oh, I didn't know you hate. I didn't know you hate the couple. Okay. Uh, don't like either one of the characters all that much either. But you know, whatever. 
Ron has his thumbs <laughs> down, but I don't know what that's to. That's funny. Um, God, I don't know um, who will all be here. Uh, there may or may not be a show next week. Don't know who will be here. I'm going to be on outside. Well, I don't know about next week, but I'll be on outside products pretty soon. But, okay, I well, I might be here if I if I can stomach watching everybody trashing me all week. Oh God! No. It's a strong Spinelli and Maxi week for you. Oh, oh, oh! I'm sorry, y'all. I was leaving. Team Sixty, thank you, writers. Uh, Dan and Chris, and <laughs> this is for your final. That was their parting yes, gift. That was their parting gift to you, Dan. Uh, because you know what? They can go with the with the shenanigans they've been Oh, and Sam, I don't know if you know or not, but James Patrick Stewart's show. We found out last week on on podcast okay. that JPS the show got canceled so Valentina will be back and we can get a road to reunion for Vanna yeah he said he's uh, or, I, 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 or Nina because she's getting divorced now too so okay uh, yeah Team Spixie I love you Maxia Spinelli the singing I didn't care less about the singing but I love the Spinelli uh, and Maxia the they just make you know what it helped me catch up faster because I got to fast forward through all the karaoke songs so. uh, yes yes it was it was fast forward well, material Jay, you'll be in, look, I think Spinelli is in at least three episodes this week so you're going to get a lot of okay. Spinelli this week thank I you I love my Spixie uh, thank, thank you alright I gotta go well, bye thank you thank you everybody we all, we're done right here Bye. Good night. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.